I did it, guys. Oh. It took me five days. But I watched all 45 episodes of Common Rider Zero One. Yeah, amazing. I was there while he was doing most. Of is that a bit or did that actually happen? Oh, he actually did that. He this did is not. Oh, a bit. That's, that's yeah. actually awesome. I told him and he did it. I did it, and then I realized how dumb I was because I'm thinking, oh, five episodes a day in a week. Oh, I can get 45 <laughs> done. I didn't realize five times seven is 35. <laughs> Until halfway through my binge. So I was like, oh, and I proceed to watch 10 more episodes in one day. Flubbing the math is totally a thing Gar would, Gar would do. You know I am, though? I'm a screenwriter, and you know what else I am? I cue that motherfucking roll call. Hey. We are live! Mike! Zenkaigan! Connect. Loading. Broadcast. Tempered Zeal. Bluecaster. Super Ichi. Loud and Impulsive. Craycaster. Late. Illuminating the Tokuverse. Goldcaster Garza. A Spark of Courage. The Power of Dreams. Orangecaster. Global Soft Perka. Power of Anime runs through my veins. Crimsoncaster. Joe Raven! Broadcasting hundreds of opinions across the world! Radio Sentai Cast Ranger! On air! Welcome to episode 309 of Radio Sentai Cast Ranger. Sweet, two more episodes and we get to talk about more Samurai Flamenco. It's episode Electric. It's funny, we were all talking about cats and then the Pokemon of the week is a dog. Yes. Yeah, fuck. Manager's when I was cool. little, I thought it was called Electric A. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know. When I see Pokemon names now, all I see is gibberish. I mean, there are 900 of them. But, like, I don't try to pronounce their names. I'm just like... I, I'm like Pro ZD. Go peek a, peek, peek a uh, shit. Peek I, for, shit. I forgot how dope Mine Mega Manetric looks. What yeah. the fuck? That looks killer. That, that's oh, shit. Oh, that's, that's, Mega, that's Mega Manetric. Back in, back in Gen 6, yeah. I named mine Goku. Yeah, and then... Because uh, he went from Super Saiyan to Super Saiyan 3. Oh. Armor Hyde and I have been disagreeing on who's cooler, Vigramon or XVmon. And I maintain that XVmon is cooler, but when you get up to Mega level, Old Force Vigramon is but, king. But XVmon has wings. Exactly. That doesn't have wings. Exactly. So what are we? <laughs> Seriously, wow. Um, Castring? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> we are a bunch. We are. We are a bunch of Pokemon who get together every week, who learn to speak human words. <laughs> Occasionally, I have. I had some of us more accurately than others. I'm sorry, but there's no there's no better version of Vimon than fucking Magnamon. Magnamon. It's not a version of Vimon, it's an evolutionary stage. Okay, it, 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 it's an that's armored evolution. <laughs> Magnamon's fucking dope. But yeah, we're talking about the finale of Before, uh, We're not done not done with the intro. You baited me into it. We are we are a group of Pokemon who learn to speak human words who get together every week we're, to talk about Kamen Rider, Super Sentai, and a third thing. We're MetsuboJinrai.net. <laughs> well, there's five of us this week. Sure. You, you, you and he... You, ah. What the fuck? 
I am ultra done. You're ultra bullshit. <laughs> ultra bullshit. Oh, guard, you gotta keep that. That's an ultra ranger guard, shirt. you've been called out. <laughs> but I was gonna show you the parody of Mazinger. There he is. He was gonna be in the Car Ranger finale, but then the creator of Mazinger said no. Oh, <laughs> right. so we were like, but that's too close. We already made the. That's way too close to Mazinger. And they're like, but. But we already made the suit. We made, we did press photos. No, still not. Ah, oh, it's Mazinger. Due to international copyright laws, it is not Mazinger. <laughs> still, we like it is Mazinger. No, it isn't. <sighs> um. So yes, Mazinger should have used ExpressVPN. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but you know what? I forgot to use today. Skip the dishes. Use our code in the description. And more of a new breed guy. I'm more of a make my own damn food kind of guy. You do that. Um, so this year I got a sub from Subway today. Because there are coupons in the mailbox. <laughs> this week we are talking about uh, Kira Major episode 21 and Comrade Zero One, the finale, episode 45, but also sneaking it in right under the finish line, episodes 1 and 2 of the Everyone's Daily Life anime. Because Spoilers, they sucked. Moving on. Eh, they're kind of funny. <laughs> Butterbur shoots. Yeah, we'll get into that. Um, but, uh, in, in true Cast Ranger tradition, whenever we do the end of a series, we always, instead of a proper feature topic, because these were only like 10 minutes, we, we're going to do a, a series retrospective and talk about our opinions on the show as a whole. Yes. So, since that is going to be the primary chunk of our content, as per tradition, we will begin with Kira Major. Kira McKean! It was really funny. Moving on. Kira May Changers can have a weather app on them. Is this the last time I get to speak? They do. We're done talking about Kira Major. Zero on time. Wait, what? Are you serious? I'm okay with this. (laughs) Can I at least have five minutes? (sighs) Fine. Alright, so the, the episode, evil white bitch. The episode starts with Everyone loves Marineland! <laughs> That's oh a Canadian God, joke. You guys don't get that. that. That's false advertising. And it's funny because Marineland doesn't actually use that anymore. Don't presume what I love. That's but, like but the I, entire reason I really does. like that the uh, uniform for working there includes a shark eating your head hat. Oh, yeah, but if, but if one person goes to Marineland and they're like, eh, I didn't love it, then it's false advertising. Take it down. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I deserve a full refund. Yep. I didn't love it. Yep. You're advertising guys. I would have went to Marineland and I been like, yeah, I didn't love it. <laughs> I almost loved it, but. You want to know when I went to Marineland? When, like, in the middle of fucking winter. For some reason. Why would you do that? I don't know. I think it was like something about my mom's work gave us free tickets to Marineland every year for Christmas. Because it's different. <laughs> I mean, Niagara I... Falls is pretty fucking so it's cool like, in it's, the it's, So it's like the, it's like the opening to fucking Spy Kids 3 where it's like he's solving the mystery about the water park. Why is where the oh, all the water it's go? Winter. It, it's yeah. winter. It's not going to fucking open. Raven, you whore! <laughs> what happened? He stole my last cookie. Oh, cool. You owe me a new box of cookies. No, he doesn't. He doesn't I owe you went anything. to Marineland one time, and I that? barely remember anything, except I remember I saw a deer there, and I remember thinking, but that's not a marine animal. <laughs> deer can swim. <laughs> Little note to you, they are the greatest marine animals of all time. Yeah, and 
I was just like, that's not correct. It's supposed to be marine land. They'll do the antler stroke. Anyway, what is really fucking messing me up is why no humans in the show are reacting to Mabushina. Ichi, it's been 45 <laughs> damn years since Sentai started. I think they're used to monsters walking around. Also, oh, I'm just going to point out there was literally no one in that aquarium except them and the tour guide. The tour guide has literally been guiding them around this entire time. I we don't know what she's saying. Like, beware, um, we're bringing a person who is like a rock alien with an unmoving face. Yeah, but <laughs> wow, I'm, I didn't know we were selling that in the yeah, gift so, shop. So I'm waiting for the eventual <laughs> to someone to just see Mabushi and just be like, ah! Just but, to pull the face yeah, of that woman from Hentai Common? No, okay, <laughs> last week... Raven, you weren't here. It was another like clip episode, or not clip episode, but basically like episodic episode, uh-huh. where when the f- high schoolers that the Red Ranger goes with, their hands get stuck together because it's a glue monster. It realizes the mechs can talk. She sees Mabushina, and her response is, "The rock girl's talking." <laughs> well, she was very no screaming, um, just very dull. Well, yeah. Just it's talking. Kill it. I showed Raven the Six clip months. of the fucking glued up Megazord. <laughs> uh-huh. That was fucking good. But yes. That was, at very least, a really nice tongue-in-cheek little moment. Yes, okay, I'll give it that. Yes. So yes, this episode featured the second Granter Stone. Kanaema Stone. I, I go by overtime. They call them Granter Stones because they grant wishes. That's not what they're called, though. That's just the translation of the name. We've been over this. Over time, you're not supposed to translate proper names. You leave a translator's note once and then leave it alone. You fucking tell that to TV Nihon, too, with their fucking translations of (laughs) satellites and fucking zero. How do I pronounce this? There was actually debate on whether it was Zaya or there, though. That was the problem. Because I'm pretty sure we saw it printed in both ways in the show. And this one was the Reversia Stone. Yes. It can reverse or forward time. And it looks like a dollop of pressed toothpaste. <laughs> it does! Or according, to, according to Lane, it looked like, um... Jaw... A jawbreaker. Jawbreaker, that's that it. That too. I used to spin on They all, uh, kind of look like those gourmet chocolates with, like, those really fancy, shiny finishes on the outside. So I'm just imagining someone being like, Oh, it's one of those gourmet chocolates, and just... <laughs> biting it. Cool. Yeah. Um... We get to see Blue practicing his new sword whip technique, which, which is of course, good, he ends up using later. Good continuity, because he was teaching himself more sword techniques in an earlier episode. Yeah, well, he's a sword. He's a, he plays a swordsman, so, so, so it's brand. So it's good to see that he's still practicing. Yeah, he, he's not just an actor. He actually put uh, puts it to use. I, I put my acting to a good use. Acting talent? With my great acting talent... And so we start seeing random people getting yoinked into the fucking sky, and we follow them to find out they're getting pulled through a black hole. But, like, the, later on we see that, but the first two, it's like, what you wish for? Oh, I can't say. Yay! Oh, well, I guess he y- wished to be a Q-Ranger. <laughs> he just gets yoked into the sky, and I'm like, I guess he wished he could fly. <laughs> and then she goes flying, too. It's like, I want to go to space. <laughs> <laughs> When I get older, I'm going to go to the moon. Why wait? <laughs> now, now I'm just thinking of the genie from freaking Fairly Odd Parents. Just see, oh, Norm could just sent him to yeah, Norm the genie. Just you could just sent him to space. He can't breathe. 
But now I'll make up all these freaking Looney Tunes style wishes when you could have just wished them to space. Yep. So, following the trail of people getting yoked, we find the fucking fishing rod jamen. It's. It might be the dumbest design I've seen so far because it has its fucking weapon sheathed in front of its face. I, I fucking love the monsters in these shows. They're in, in they're, they're really good. Just I, I especially like when they try to guess what like what it is. They're like multiple hand mask. <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> no, like, this, are, this one is just straight forward. It's just a fucking fishing rod. Does he have magic curbs? Maybe. It, it's nothing but magic curbs. That's the old rod. Oh, oh, so this is the good rod. So he has a gold. No, it's the people rod. Oh, it's the people rod. And I, I, I heard normal types aren't that good. <laughs> um. So yeah, it it apparently Are fished this nah. this this fishing rod, Jaman apparently fished up Kanayama Stone Reversia from this. Random ass giant hole that Takamichi happens upon. Oh yeah, because you know sinkholes are a thing. Yeah, right. It's just they're just around. But like, like, I just want to presume that it is just a sinkhole. Like it, it, it's it's the one thing in this episode that seems sort of like anticlimactic and not well thought out is just the fact that the reverse stone was just just flying around in this hole. That, 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 that they was dug up and fished out. <laughs> it, it, like, the, 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 the previous stone, Destroya, had such fucking pomp and circumstance behind it because it was, like, in this giant mansion. No, wait. To go back to Pokemon, it's the freaking mystery caves in Diamond and Pearl and Platinum. Oh. When you oh. go down to the mining field and you, like, dig, like, you dig out the stones. <sighs> you guys didn't like that? Oh, it was pretty cool. I thought you were, were going to reference the underground secret bases from third gen. Oh, I've, I never used those. Neither. The, neither I did. Uh, it was fun to make your little room with the... You could set it up like your own little gym. Yeah. My gym is go fuck yourself. I remember I got the, way, wow. the Wilmer plushie in, in my, my room in my house, and I loved it. Um, so, of course, Gina starts to curse glow or whatever, and she gets the, the Y emblem in her eye. <laughs> I was questioning, it's like, how did she know it was that emblem? And I'm like, it she is, said it. like, she's literally, it's on her eye. She can see what it it's is. not really. <laughs> it would have been funny if we see, just like, we see her perspective and you just see this, like, big purple Y in, like, half of her face. Or, you know, maybe it's because the Red Ranger just fucking said it out loud that. while on the phone with Takamichi while that. she was literally lying there two feet from it. That. Yeah, that's the answer. Or that. <laughs> It's not like I'm an alien or something. So we get a flashback to uh, the witch that caused the curse, Numajo, who apparently has like a sister red witch named Minjo. But like, Shinjo! so they they fight a bunch and it's pretty cool. But then like, Numajo's face goes all freaking Mortal Kombat horror and just spits out this poison and freezes what we later find out is called the Aqua Kirame Stone, which is probably going to be the impetus for the new Zord next week. Um, and rusted out so it's disabled. And as she's dying, she goes into this long-winded speech. I curse you, but not you specifically. The woman you love the most. Whenever she gets an outlier on her eyes, she'll die in seven days. So it's the ring. I also it's love how the king had to think of who the wo- like the woman he loved was. Because he had a t- he had a little split-second moment of wife. 
daughter. Wife, daughter. Hmm. All right, I guess that's the parent you would... See, that's probably the actual answer, but meanwhile, I'm over here thinking, like, Aladdin had, as, like, the king, had a bunch of side hustles, so he's just thinking to himself, oh, (laughs) fuck, which which one? So bold, like, you're saying that he had concubines? (laughs) I mean, you never know. No, 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 now I'm just thinking of Family Guy. The final plague is the death of the first son. Oh, no, Meg, your firstborn son. Stewie, your wife. Chris. <laughs> concubines. Ugly concubines. Well, on that one, Disney Plus. Oh. <laughs> um. <laughs> so they. I, I was just tired of looking at Greg Universe, so sure. there's a screen cap of Kappa Mikey. Oh, yeah. Which is now on YouTube. Yeah, it's now being uploaded to YouTube in nice, high quality definition. That's cool. You know, I, I rewatched Kappa Mikey a couple years ago and I loved it. I started rewatching it again when you told me about that, and I don't know what it is, but this time Mikey is just so fucking cringe. How the fuck did that show get greenlit? <laughs> how was that? A fi- <laughs> how did I watch that? Oh, it's a distraction dance! Anyway, so the fucking plot rain happens, which is. The next. The very next day. Da, yeah. da, da, da. We, we, we come into the, the, the carrot base, and Sayo is just collapsed over a giant-ass whiteboard with this long, scientifically detailed plan to find the fucking monster. And she promptly lifts her head and says that it's useless. <laughs> well, I want to, like, go back and read what any of that was, if it's even readable. Because, like... Wow. I think the word you were looking for is eligible. Legible. I'm a screenwriter. Eligible. (laughs) As the screenwriter of the group. You're 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 eligible to be legible. (laughs) (laughs) We're our attention. No. So, they figure out that because the monster has the Reversia Stone and it has the ability to travel through time... The, the monster has, in fact, been fishing randos through a time black hole, like, to a day separately. It traveled It's weirdly convenient. So it's literally... Oh, wait, no, no, never mind. He's using the stone to do that. I'm an idiot. So he's using the stone to fish randos through a black hole in the sky into the next day... And apparently doing so is gen- is charging dark energy. Wait a minute. Magical power stones, a group of six, time travel. This is just fucking Avengers Endgame. <gasps> this is just Avengers Endgame. Time heist. <laughs> what if we go back in time and find Baby Garza and just... Baby Garza? First off, you're ro- First off that's awful. It's, it's Garza. Garza. <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, the Blue Ranger literally uses his new sword whip technique to... His name, Shiguru. name is Shiguru. I know okay. what his name is! Okay, we we gotta stop saying the same thing. We need to stop and finishing... fucking each- refer to him as his name. We need to stop Blue finishing Ranger. each other's sandwiches. That's what I was gonna say. So, Kirame Blue! Finish each other's So, Kirame Blue! That's, that's what I was right. gonna say. So, Kirame Blue cool. uses Shiguru. his new fucking sword... Whip technique to literally fish the you, time stone you away from the monster. Smash! That was so fucking anticlimactic. Yeet! 
Well, he was training for it, so. To the feet. At least there was some foreshadowing the and it puns. didn't come out of nowhere. Sure, but like it completely like killed any bucks. tension from the fight that was going on. Not that version. He literally one. just fished the stone out of the dude's hands or whatever. And, and I don't know why this got me, but Sayo just escorting people through the time hole while calmly exclaiming, please go back to yesterday. Just fucking slew me for some reason. Yeah. It, it wouldn't alter the timeline. Maybe. Nope. <laughs> Please load your previous safe state. Thank you. Goodbye. Goodbye. Don't goodbye. step on any butterflies. Yeah. Stupid no. bug, you go squish them. Now, Marty, you've got to make sure not, to not cross into yourself. Otherwise, we're going to cause a massive paradox. Decker, or everything will be fine. Decker, could you do me a favor in that picture of that gray-bearded Hulk that I posted earlier? Can you gray the fuck out of it for me please all right Thanks. is it already gray, gray. No, but, Jack, but i mean no, like gray no, hair get rid no, of the white on that no, fucking no. body decker, you're here lane hates white decker this is what you gotta do no take the back to the future poster and replace marty's head with gray hulk with she grooves <laughs> do that too decker thank you Remember, anyway decker, my personal photoshopper you see wow. this this is my foot it's gonna go up your ass if you if you smack. Oh, sure, thanks, Red Foreman. All right, Kurtwood Smith. Moving on. Uh, sure, I don't know what's name. going on. My favorite bit yeah, in the whole episode her. is how they finish off the monster. The Silver Ranger just takes his fucking drill, his pile driver, activates the Hisats, and with absolutely no pomp and circumstance, rather than fire off a big showy animated drill attack, he just fucking runs it right into him and stabs it through him. <laughs> well, Ash Williams on <laughs> Sounds about right. Man, that got me too. And then we get one of the more amazing uh Jews of the series. It starts out as a fucking boat driving through the city streets. The boat's a boat, but the Jemenju could be anything. <laughs> it could even be a boat. You know how much we always wanted to fight one of those? Yeah. <laughs> We'll take the box. And then we find out it's a fucking land shark type now, deal. It's, hey, it's Gigan, alright? He's starving for money. Oh, okay. So yeah, we meet Motorboat Basra, which is this... It's Skybite. This creature that can hide itself by looking like a boat plowing through the city streets and then pounces at them like a shark. Baby it was kind of badass. Do sharks pounce? You know what I mean. It's Skybite. It terrorizes them with his poetry. <laughs> oh, okay. Apparently, Skybite was a big poet. Hey, Skybite was the best part. Or of the in show. Japan, it was haikus. Um, did I don't think they killed the monster. The episode no, just no, kind of it, it, the no, end. No, it's a two-parter because we gotta continue into Cure Major Endgame next week. <laughs> this was Cure Major Infinity War. We had to get the stones back. Next week is going to be a going back to the past to save the Zord that hopefully won't suck ass. Oh, yeah, because there was the Kirame Aqua Stone. Yeah. Which I'm just thinking, damn, what would Kirame Aqua look like? I thought, I, thought that, I thought that's what he was calling the Blue Stone. No. No, no, he said Aqua. No, 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 because Aqua died. No. Okay. He got rusted. Yeah, so they're going to save rusted, him and he's going to turn into uh, Machine Zabun, the like shark train. Yes. <laughs> and that's why we're going to get the new King Express combo. Yeah, because I like that the one with Smug Jokey is just like a kit bash. It's not yeah. actually like... They literally like, one. oh, we need King Express, but 
But Dookie's not coming! Fuck! <laughs> Garza's getting smart. <laughs> Garza's getting smarza. <laughs> Garzma. <gasps> it's Cup! Cup! Fucking best Autobot ever. Respect to elders, everyone. Yep, exactly. That's Cup of a K. It's, Named Cup. Cup was the true hero of the Transformers movie. This. You Bobby want, Grana Weak Ninny Bong. You, you know how I say this reminds me of this? Yeah, I got that from Cup. Because that reminds me of Cup. Yeah. Every Everything reminds you of somewhere else. So. Anyways, before and, we move on, Emily, any closing thoughts on the Cure Major episode? For some reason, I just can't get over the idea that the, the, the Cure Major Changer has a weather app on it. Right? That was so like, funny! That just, that just really got me. Like, it just hit me like a train. And I don't know why. Like, I, I, for some reason, it just changed the entire episode for me. Like, all I could think of was, after that happened, was, it has a weather app? I just love that he's standing in the rain. Yes, and, and decides, he still checks it! I never even thought of that. My, my favorite part of the whole episode was this Garza calling Takamichi an idiot. Oh, oh fucking oh, nephew. Oh, right, there was a funny joke. It's like, Garza, what are you laughing at? Oh, I'm just thinking about the time when I invaded Crystallia. Oh, yeah, your nephew wasn't there, wasn't he? Yeah, because yeah. he's a fucking idiot. Yeah, it's like, like, <laughs> like, you have Garza over there just maniacally laughing at himself about freaking genocide. Yeah, and you just see <laughs> shots, the good shots of him, like, invading Crystallia and killing his brother, and he's just like, ha, 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 Remember when I killed everyone? <laughs> I feel like that, I feel like you just put, like, the Run Disney, times. the Disney logo over his face, and you just see all the different <laughs> things they've bought over the years. <laughs> Oh man! No, no, it's Mickey Mouse's face Same and energy. all the properties. <laughs> no, that one shot of him like zooming out, and then you see all the memories going around him. My my immediate reaction was Marvel Studios. Great! Now I'm just thinking of the Sergeant Frog right. joke. Sergeant, remember your golden years? He thinks back, and it's like a golden statue of himself. He's like, "Oh wait, you meant metaphorically." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So, yeah, uh, pretty good episode. I like how it was a two-parter. That really surprised me. I was not expecting that. Because yeah, like Mabushin is so fucking important. Yeah, because two-parter. Because they got the stone back. All right, yeah, they got Reversia back, and Takamichi took it back to base, and he's like, "Hey, we did." You're like, Baka, you should have stayed there to help him fight, Baka. Yeah, I, I don't know how Japanese people talk. <laughs> no, you. I think you nailed it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Shall we proceed? Raven's just over here. <laughs> no, I'm just gonna keep not watching the show. <laughs> back and forth. Like the huge disapproval. Anyway, shall we proceed? Arisajanito! Is this the last time I get to speak? Yes. Funny because the earlier time I played this wasn't even the last time in this episode. Uh, it'll probably not be the last time we hear James. We'll probably keep him around. But before we get to the actual episode, let's talk about the everyday life anime. They were okay. Moving oh on. my gosh, it was it was pretty funny. I liked it. Okay, like the second episode was actually funny, but the first episode was actual garbage. Here's a I tour. Here's a tour of the fucking heat end building. Floors 1 to 19 are sales. Floors 20 to 39 are miscellaneous. Floor 40 is security. There are Mamaru's fucking everywhere. Floor 42 is the calf. And what's on today's menu? A lunch. 
And uh, then we spend way too much fucking time about butterbur shoots. The, the writer was probably very hungry. And it was well, like, it's, it's a but, type of mountain vegetable in Japan that's known to increase stamina and stuff like that, but... Like, like the staff got together on this, and the head of this project, like, okay... How can we make anime as cheap as fucking possible? No, we're like, okay, you guys need to make a Zero-One anime. Oh, we can do that. You got two weeks to do it. We can't do that. Everyone disliked that. <laughs> I swear to God, it looks like it was made in Flash animation using models ripped from the Nintendo Wii's Me channel. And there were like <laughs> three stock photos each. They look like Me's. I'm like. It was sort of sort of like when yourself. YouTubers like do stories about themselves and they have like a sprite in the corner. Yeah, like from like Gaia Online or some shit like that. <laughs> no, Gaia Online actually has a better budget than this. <laughs> What's next? Fucking Neopets? Yeah, I fucking miss Neopets. But yeah, like, the whole the whole premise of the episode is Arto wants to see where the human gears get made, and Izu keeps distracting him, like, oh, we're gonna tour through all the floors in order. And then they get to the calf, and he gets told to eat butterbur shoots because he snacks too much. And Izu promptly goes, eat them, or I won't show you where the human gears get made. <laughs> oh, okay, so this takes place before episode 5, then. Yes, this, they said it was right after he became president, so I assume before episode two. Um, and then the episode ends with really cheap synth music. <laughs> cheap synth music of the battle theme. Yeah. The, the keyboard demo version. Yeah, basically. That's going to be stuck in my head for like the next week. Especially when the soundtrack comes out. This episode gets copyrighted. Yeah. Because you're too good. Yeah, because I'm just too good. Don't worry, Gary, your singing's not actually that good. Oh, I know. I, I That's know. the joke! I know I'm tone deaf. Uh, speaking of things that are tone deaf, holy fucking shit, episode two just, like, ripped everything out of anything that was Fua and Yua's characters and just splattered it all over the floor. I don't know why. When I saw Fua and Yua in this episode, all I just kept thinking was the pro ZD thing. Oh, they fucking... <laughs> Um, it's weird hearing and seeing you uh, just happy, right? It was so jarring. Like they're on the roller coaster, and she's like, "Yeah!" <laughs> and I'm like, uh, what, "What do we do if you uh, uh what's uh, happening? Uh, you? I don't know. What what's her character? We don't know. Woman, woman, so, yeah, woman. So Fua decided to try a new training regimen where he thinks he's a cicada, the king I'm, of nature. Which I'm totally fine because I actually like cicadas. The king of nature. He's just holding on me, me, to me, a me, fucking me, 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 me. stop sign pole. So I, like, I know, like, I'll probably be in the huge minority for this, but I actually really like the sound of cicadas. So much that I actually caught a bunch on my island in Animal Crossing and I put them all over my island. So. And then for one and shot... They all died because the season came. No, they're, <laughs> no, they're trapped in, uh, they're trapped in, in oh. little cages, so they're fine. And then, during this opening scrawl, fucking, it randomly zooms into Fu's face for this, like, fucking Shonen Jump-ass detailed close-up. Jojo Bizarre Adventure. Yeah. <laughs> that was... Just the classic, really, like, just the classic anime face. Yeah. Just... The serious face. Yep. It's also, it... the food they kept eating. 
So yeah, like it was the ride. The waiter was just straight up hungry. It was ride, food, ride, food, ride, food. Fucking best was just the hot dog. It's like you always have to have a hot dog in the amusement park, and food is just like, fuck like, you. Yeah. I just don't know why he was listening to her at all, because at this point in the show, Fua is the boss of Ames. Because he's trying to get her off a rise. <laughs> he doesn't need it, he just ripped open keys the whole show. Also, when they went into the fucking haunted room, there was one zombie that was totally colored like yeah, Raven zombie. Fucking, I caught it out of the corner of my eye. I was like, wait, holy shit. Dangerous zombie. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, the, the zombie in the haunted house was Genmu colors. Yep. Even had the little... I mean, like, I guess like, they couldn't resist. I, You know what? I, I understand. Yeah. Exit writer. It was dangerous zombie. Just, just. You was dangerous was starts actually shit posting Fuo, and she's like, "It's okay. The next attraction is cute, drop tower." <laughs> I was always terrified of those things. I don't go on those. Yeah, <laughs> all weak. And then, then she's like, "The next ride is for babies. It's the fucking pirate ship, oh, which, which does that. a full rotation." I I would never go on one of those. They look genuinely like I would be like my flight fight or flight would would kick in if I were on one of those. See, I've been on that plenty of times. I, I love when you get on at the very end and when you go really high up you actually float out of your seat for a quick second. I have I you go on the jet one because that one actually flips. That one oh, does really I have actually, like, I'm not a roller coaster person. I don't go on many rides, but I have actually been on the Rage at Canada's Wonderland several times. No, it's water parks or nothing. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they they watch a parade and eat pizza, and that's it. But my, I love that the preview for the next episode about yeah. Mitsubo Jinrai. They all sound so fucking enthused to be here. Well, they're robots. <laughs> Yeah. They're, they're robots, Ichi. Metsubo Jinrai Game. No, you yeah. kind of want to watch the next one. Yeah. yeah. I'd love to see just Horby be like, yeah. <laughs> Horby Kermit? You want to someone, see someone Horby Kermit Horby's outfit. Hormit? No, no. Someone just make a puppet Horby. That has like a Kermit mouth. <laughs> so, so Horby is a Muppet. <laughs> yeah. It's so see Kermit. No, 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 you know what? It would be Jin because Jin's the express, the expressive one. Sure. Oh, no, I think it'd be funny with Horby. <laughs> no, Horby would be freaking Gonzo. All right. So, the finale, episode forty-five. Before we get into that, Raven, would you like to talk about last week? Uh, mm. how about that new horror before, man? Yeah, no, pretty freaking nice. That literally happened at the end of the episode, so it's like we can totally talk about that in the new episode. Well, any thoughts on anything from previous? Last episode? week's episode was it was a good lead in to the finale. Yeah, that's about all I can say about it. Not a whole lot happened other than that. Mm-hmm. It was okay. a lot of people walking places to get into the right position for this yeah. episode. It's like they all had the same manuscript they were going to read to each other. Yeah. Okay, we so... We have like unlimited blade works going on. on yeah. Movie. I've been making the Gate of Babylon joke with Arc Zero the whole time, and then they just straight up unlimited blade works on me in this episode. It was like, yeah. Oh, 
okay. Good to know. Good to know they're actually just making the fake jokes. Yeah. So you've come. We've come a long way on this journey, and you know, at the start of the show, I thought, hey, Arto's made some pretty funny faces. I'm gonna do a thing where I just post a picture of a face I screenshot of him every week. Oh. We oh my gosh! To, I want to see that. We managed to do that, so I I'm just as we're talking about zero one, I'm just gonna post every Arto face week that I've collected up till the very last one that I got. Uh huh. So. So start so, with episode one. So here, here's here's episode one. Okay. <laughs> That's episode two. What is episode two? Yeah, it's episode two. Huh. You fucked it up already. Well, whatever. The episode one one was the first time you got scanned by someone. So yes, anyways, I guess I couldn't find episode one. I asked it. I asked you if I want if if you wanted me to screenshot them, but you were like, "Oh no, I, I'm good." I looked down at my phone, and that's what I see. I just see Aruto's just mad face. <laughs> uh, so we have Arc One versus Arc. What I'm referring to as Arc Horribi, even though the name of the form oh. is Comrade Horribi, Arc Scorpion. Wait, there's episode one. There it is. You yeah. did it. Yeah, anniversary. I also found out I'm four months older than Aruto. Is he okay. like? Yeah, four months older. He's twenty three. Well, no, he, uh, me and him were the same age when the show started, but he was born in May. I was born in January. Uh, he's getting away. Um, so yeah, Horvy actually picks up the Thousand Jacker during this fight and starts using it, which was interesting. And I love that he, like, it's so obvious that he's, he's angry at Aruto for destroying Jin, but, like, everyone watching is like, uh, no, that was you. That's what I told Ichi to do, and he's like, oh, no, it wouldn't work. It'd be too small to do a collage of all Aruto phases. It's the thumbnail. That's, I did suggest that, but, like... It wasn't actually Arto's fault that Jin died. Jin chose to jump in the way, but of course he's too angry to see that, which ends up being the point. <laughs> yeah, the, honestly, the entire well. message of this was so good, but we'll talk about that later. Yeah, so eventually Arto realizes what he must do. He has to let Horby work out his anger so that he can point at him and go, Ha ha, you're angry. You, you, you mean like this? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> see, I just... They're matching up! Did you, like, keep a Google fo like folder of all the photos? Or yeah. So, the funny thing is, I had the first 14 Arto faces of the week on my old phone, so I had to turn on my old phone, send them to myself, and then re-download them on my, this phone. Do what you gotta do. But, uh, I actually really like... So, like, Jin talks to Azu, like, through the internet or whatever the fuck, because he's currently being fixed up by Yua. And I like the poetic justice of of Jin saying that the only one that can stop Aruto is Horvi. Because it's a twist on Aruto's catchphrase. Yep. Yep. That was a nice point. Um, so we see Arc Scorpion's Hisatsu, or first of several, uh, Hatred Impact, where he wraps the scorpion tail around his fucking arm. That was interesting. Oh, that's cool. He didn't sort of like... like encapsulates everything that is going on it's it's all about the capacity of hatred and what it, how it warps people yep and Are, Yumagears. why does he look like and he has that a, proves that they have a heart in that one you just posted he looks like he has a spider on his cheek well it's a band-aid it's yeah. a band-aid i know but from this far away and at low size anyway 
Um, so Hatred Impact destroys the Arc Driver, which effectively frees Aruto of whatever level of dark influence Azu has over him, as we see in this beautiful shot of the Keyblade Graveyard growing life again. Basically, we find out Horibi just he's just been afraid of really expressing himself. Yeah, like he's it, like developing a heart, and he's like, "No, I'm too afraid of making having a heart." Yeah, he it ends up being a case of, "I know I'm angry, and I hate you for making me angry." Like that that's the thing that like <clears throat> that he sort of turns it around on him because. Horby is basically saying, like, I don't have a heart, but then if I only Arjun had a heart, can see it that he does, and the fact that he's feeling hatred is not some outside force. The reason he feels it is because he has a heart and ha- and and is and loved his his friend, his son, and it's, and, and his heart is just a teensy weensy dirty in there. <laughs> his, heart, his heart is grieving, yeah. so. He sort of turn. He sort of Uno reverse cards it, and is just like, well, yeah, but <laughs> you because you, trap card. Still... the reason that you're that you're feeling hate is because you felt love before, wasn't it? I still think this is one of my absolute favorite ones because I remember I, when I took this one, I said it looked like he was like taking a shit. Had to shit. <laughs> no. <laughs> so good. But yeah, like Horby actually fully realizes. Wait, that's what I did to you. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, like, he realizes, oh my god, Jin wouldn't have died if I didn't kill Izu, and then you went all fucking Arc 1. You lost your family, just like I did, and I'm the one who killed them. Yep, and <laughs> now, that realization is what ba- ultimately will banish the malice of Arc from people. It turns, out the tr- it turns out the true final boss was Prejudice. No, seriously, like that—that that makes sense for the entire, the yeah. entire show. It's basically the whole question of: Are human gears able to feel like? Are they just tools? What like things like that? But turns out that having the capacity to feel hate, and then using realizing that that can make you <laughs> banish that and feel love is like, yeah, you're a person. The moral is: robots can feel, and hatred is bad. Well, I mean, the unfortunate thing is that nowadays a lot of people think hatred is good, so... Well... You kind of still need that reminder that, yeah, it's a corrupting, horrible force, and it so easily could be... Instead of getting revenge, you could use it to, you know, actually so when you, be a good person. The, the, the interesting thing is, if you take a step back from this episode itself and, and realize the order of events... So what made Horobi stop fighting was to have Jin die and for him to fully process loss. Which means, if you think back to early game, Horobi was defeated first and then Jin was killed by Shining Hopper, Shining Assault Hopper. So what this means is, if in early game Jin had died before Horobi, we would have had this realization at the start and avoided all this garbage. Uh, but, oh my but god, then when you really think right. about it. But it probably would have taken longer. They needed all that development to go through everything together. Yeah, but when you really think about it, everything was all Guy's fault. Of course. If, we, yeah, oh yeah, no. If Guy decided not to launch Ark into fucking space. No, it's not that he launched Ark, it's that he filled it with data on humanity's malice. 
And that's what chain reaction to everything. All because his dad said, oh, you can't have that stupid robotic dog. <laughs> hey, remember remember when Naruto fucking sassed fucking guy? Yeah. Yeah, and he made Oh, it's not a thousand percent. <laughs> you heard me. Yep. Do you think that's why Ark had Horibi save Jin? Uh, could be. I don't know. But, uh... Yeah, so Aruto lets himself get defeated, which not only frees him from the evil influence of Azu, but also helps him illustrate his point to Horibi that you do have a heart, see? You can feel hatred like real people. Yeah, exactly, like... Nah, it's, it's it's not an outside force, you only have a... Your heart can only be corrupted because you have a heart in the first place. Yeah. And now show Arku's boss and show what your heart can actually do. Yeah, and uh, and during the flashback where he talks to his robot dad, Sorio, while connected to there, uh, he has like this inspiring talk, which apparently prompts the Zero Two driver to print him a new Zero One driver. Just so we can maintain the trope of having the base form the in the final, final form, episode. The first, the first form in the last episode. So but, but haha, one might say, it is not technically base form, it just looks identical because what we get is the realizing hopper progress key. Oh, Jump yeah. towards a dream! It has slightly different James speak, the key itself has some shiny blueness, but the suit itself itself is effectively identical to Rising Hopper. Yeah, and then someone on Twitter made like a like a edit to a picture of Rising Hopper or like Rising Hopper yeah. had blue eyes. And blue hands, like yeah. zero two hands. Yeah, and I think it would have been cool. I fucking love that fan art and I wish that's what it was. But no, we gotta use the base form. A jump yeah. to the sky that, takes off for the dream. That, that was the one that this was the one week when fucking Izu stole the stole the, the Arto face of the week. Yeah. Because that was just so funny. Uh, <laughs> nice white hopper. Yeah, and uh, so as he goes realizing okay. Hopper, we get the most amazing shot in the episode. Stronger than Metal Cluster, but weaker than Zero Two. Yeah, <laughs> so they both launch their attacks, realizing impact and extinction impact, and Ark Horaby stands in place as like a bunch of tendrils flop throughout the fucking stage that they're in, and Zero One in a feat that absolutely dwarfs episode one, just like zips back and forth, back and forth, dodging everyone and getting right into Horby's face. Yep. Uh, I love that shot. I wouldn't say dwarf episodes, episode one. It was, it was comparable. And, and then he kicks him up into the sky and absolutely jet shots him. Yep. It was straight up a jet shot from FF10. Really? I thought it was Naruto. It also kind of looked like the Naruto Uzumaki Barrage. Um, and then he goes in for the final leg of the rider kick. Ha ha ha. Um, My leg. And what's interesting oh. is he goes for the belt to disable his powers, which is something I'm always happy to see because he's not actually trying to kill Horibi. Mm -hmm. oh. That wasn't the one I saw, but that's pretty oh, good too. Yeah. That is pretty cool. So he so he destroys the Zetsumetsu driver, which disables Ark Horibi, but leaves Horibi alive. And we get this very nice moment of, why didn't you kill me? There's no need for that anymore. You've realized. Yeah. Realize. Oh, 
Because you realized, basically. Yeah. Oh, fuck that. That's, that's what, what realized means. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it finally, it's not being like real eyes. It meant to be realized. There you go, buddy. You did it. Welcome, welcome to the show. Oh, fuck. I thought <laughs> I thought it meant like realized as in like human eyes. Like only. That was part. I think that was part of the joke because like the robots were becoming alive. So they had real eyes. That was part of it, I'm sure. Um, so the battle's done. We fast forward to some time later. Heaton is launching a new satellite. Let's keep Guy away from this one. Yeah. (laughs) He says he's reformed, but I still don't trust him. They gave him dogs. He's fine. Yes, he's in his... He's in his Someone tweeted, like, a picture of, like, the Thousand Dogs, and it was like, Toei spent $15,000. On that five-second shot. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, each of those... One one of those dogs is, like... 3,000. Yeah. Wait, so they, they actually had to buy them? They didn't just go to, like... Sony and just ask them for some Ibos for I would, a shot? I would like to hope that the company just lent them those, but who knows? Filming companies and photography studios usually have the ability to rent things from companies that usually just sell. <laughs> when the I mean, five dogs cross! <laughs> yeah, and it's great. He's now got he's now got his people, which are Ibos. Dogs. Yeah, yeah, the only people that will work under him. Dog box. No! <laughs> Let's get a fucking dog-themed super form for him. I'm shocked that that didn't happen, but maybe we ha- we will in the Thouser movie. Yeah. Wait. I love also that he's got posters of his own self in the back of his Yo, those pit. are dope. I want one. They actually look cool. Thouser movie confirmed. Also, yeah, he rebuilds Thouser. You watch. They'll do a Thouser movie and those will be the poster. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I'm just like, I'm, I was joking about Thouser movie, but like, I think there will be a Thouser movie. Yeah, because like... Like, this Williamson guy comes out of fucking nowhere, like, probably just for the main purpose of, Who we didn't see at all in this episode, by the way. but, like, he was there probably for the main purpose of just being like, oh, this is who brought Jim back, and... Also, also, uh, he got a new Thousand Driver. Yes. I'm so happy. So that we know that he can now be a common Rider Thousand. Be a common Rider Thousand? I'm sorry, I screwed that up. It's okay. Um... He can be the second... Common Rider Thousand. Common Rider Two Thousand. Thousand Driver. Pokemon Two Thousand. No, Common Rider Thousand. The power of me. <laughs> Common Rider Two Thousand. <laughs> um, we get this kind of cute but sad shot of of Aruto with the Izu key, and he clicks it, and it's like cannot read. Thanks for reminding me, Key. Thanks for reminding me, Key, that I'm illiterate. <laughs> Um, and then we get to see Yua, who's oh, now, we get to see Yua, who's leading Ames, and their newest recruit is Naki. I love that. That was fucking great. A- Agent Naki. And she rocks that suit. And where's Ikijutsu going? Space. He's gonna build the new satellite. He's gonna go into space. Yeah. Space, space. Space. What, like, shit's gonna be, oh shit, that means we're not gonna get an Ikizuchi movie. Oh. He's gonna be stuck in space. Maybe we're, be, we're, we're, we're never going to see Ikizuchi again. He'll fight meteors that threaten the satellite. He'll we'll be up in space. Uh, meanwhile, Fu becomes the goddamn Batman in that he's now just a vigilante walking around protecting the citizenry from their own inability to drive. Yep. It's just like, I'm a common rider. <laughs> but, he says, well, not transform. You know, you, you say that 
like moments before that, Yua literally looked at the entirety of Ames and said, "We're all common riders." We're all common riders. I will eat That's you. That's what I was thinking too. <laughs> we are all common riders, and we will fight the. F- what was the Dragon Knight? Dragon Knight. Damn it! What? Oh, the C- common rider, rider Dragon Knight. Together, we will fight the yeah, fight. Let's yeah. ride. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're all common riders. Let's fight the fight. Now let's ride. Uh, wow. Another another time when uh, fucking Izu stole the, the art of his Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, we cut to Horby rocking a brand new gi. Uh, he and his robot son basically keep the vigil over humanity to make sure that the Ark does not surface again. Yes. I'm really glad that they're not terrorists anymore. Yeah. That, that They've learned, like, banished the hatred from their hearts. And I guess they were just forgiven for all the shit they caused. I mean, our well, I'm dead. sure that they, they, they've, what they've gone through is probably punishment enough at this point. <laughs> Just, we need to think of a good punishment, Jen. I've died twice. You know what? That's fair. <laughs> um, and then we cut to Azu, who promptly saunters up to a new master she is serving. I believe it was mentioned his name was S. Who Mr. then just the letter? I think Mr. so. S. Who then puts on a zero one driver with a new attachment and transforms into common rider Eden, claiming he's going to create a paradise. Because of course he is with you, that name. You smell that? I smell bullshit. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say Same I smell bullshit. Uh, I was gonna say movie bait. Yeah, it's just in time movie. for the movie. <laughs> exactly. Um, so yes, this is going to be the villain from the movie, and Azu transforms into some weird dark priestess outfit, so maybe in the movie we'll find out what Azu's true deal really was. She's mourning. She's mourning well, the I'm death so of Well, I'm glad she has an outfit that's not the same as Azu's. Alright, and then we cut back to Hidden Intelligence, who has built a replacement Izu. Yep! Yep, but of and course she I does not it. have I think that it's very fair that that this happened the way it did instead of having it be like a miracle and have her remember everything. Okay, but hear me out. A new Izu. Hear me out, though. I think it would have been better if they just left her dead. Fully agree. Like, like, I'm going to be really honest. This episode had me until that very yeah, last same. Scene. This this that's the part of the episode that just really kind of upset me with it. It's her death was such a big part of the show. If you can't actually bring her back like all the other human gears, then just don't. Make her death a little more poignant. I get it. And I think it still is because this is not the same Izu. It's and, the and same I get that. fucking thing. And you know what? And I would have been at least semi okay because, okay, there's multiple human gear with the same model, cool, whatever. Having a second one is about normal for this. But don't give her the same fucking name. At least acknowledge that she's a yeah, different was, character technique. You know I was actually, when they had that moment, I was really expecting him to name her something else. I, You know what? It is. Arto never really got over Izu's death. And, we know. And even though he forgave Horibi for it, he never really got over it himself. So this is a security blanket thing. Gee, it's not like there's already another 
Huma Gear secretary in the building. Who's not his? It's who absolutely vice president to work for him. Also that earlier in the earlier on in the series. No, you oh, know, right? It, it, she's like, thank you for bringing me back, Arta. But I want to be the Ikizuchi bot. No, but it's also so, it's uh, also just generally heartbreaking that they have that moment where he knows that it's not actually her and she doesn't remember anything, but he's willing to to have adventures with her again and rebuild what she'd lost. You know what it is? I don't know the name of the movie, but there, there's this movie where this woman loses her memory and the, and the man it? who loves her like is willing to be with her even though she doesn't remember it. first dates. That's it. Yeah. That's exactly that, that, that's what this a is. Fucking sad ass movie. That's exactly end. what this is. Yeah. I just now, now and, I just feel like putting the <laughs> their heads on the characters. And body. and you know what this this does? It may not be a beautifully poetic ending that we, that you wanted or expected, but you know what this says to me? This says to me that Aruto is human, and this goes back to what I was saying when he became Arc One. He's not willing to let go of Izu just yet, and that makes sense to me. He's, he's remember that this happened very recently from his perspective. Yeah. And remember how close he was to her. It 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 it, it really fucked him up more than it, we ever saw. Yeah. It still just kind of rubs me the wrong way. Okay. And that's fine. But that, the problem that also is, makes sense, though. I agree. You ha- but you have to re- if you really think of these as people and not just characters. He well, characters are people. Arto didn't do it to satisfy anyone else. He didn't do it to satisfy viewers like us. He did it for himself. And that makes him human. And I actually appreciate that. Yeah, me too. But it's good that we have opposite sides. To be human is to accept what happened. But not immediately, necessarily. If he, Maybe he'll change his mind later. If he wanted, if he really thought was was right, he wouldn't have brought her back. But keep the dream alive. And and yeah, like Orb is saying, let's remember that he's lost two dads also, so clearly he has issues with loss. But I thought the whole point of him taking off the Ark Driver was him finally accepting the death of Izu. No, the point of taking of losing the Ark Driver was to to prove to Horobi that he has a heart. He was she letting Horobi... T- disable him so that he wouldn't be able to fight him so that he Yeah, he was getting rid of his hatred even if it would hurt him in yeah. the short run. He was discarding his hatred for Horobi. That doesn't mean he's forgotten about Izu or or let or passed on or moved on from her. But that could also be shown as he is willing to accept that Izu is gone. But he never did. Not once. Not once that they showed us. He was discarding well, Arc 1 because he knew it wasn't who he really was. He, he didn't want the hatred anymore. Yeah. That's what that was about. Anyway, he said, I'm, I'm sorry for both of you that, that that ruined your experience of this episode. Because it was going really good. I, I agree that it's not the ending I expected. Maybe not even the ending I wanted. But it, also, it makes sense. And also, I'm se- also semi-pissed off about it because you just know this is leading to a moment in the movie where she does get her memories back somehow. Yeah, they're you fucking know they're gonna do it. I won't say as that's impossible. As a backup of her memories or some shit. I ex- I f- I fully expected them to pull out a backup of her memories from the zero. Yeah, I thought yeah. that was how it was going to end, because and she, I'm actually yeah, because think it's very for, poignant that that's not how it ended. Yeah, what she said. Yeah, it's 
that I was fully expecting the entire time that, yeah, because she, her memories were such a big part of making the Zero Two driver and key, maybe the backup of her memories is just in the fucking key. I mean, like, the Zero Two key came out of I, her, like, ear slot. I, but... I just I just thought they were just going to take Azu and, Repl- and like, and overwrite her. Program her or something. That's what I thought that, they were going to do. That's what I thought her whole purpose that, of that being there was. No, but honestly, that's what I was thinking, too. But then they went yeah. in a totally different direction. Yeah. Nope. It, that still requires a backup of easy memory. So I, I get why you say that. Here's, I was... the, here's the final hour to face of the week. So wait, wait. We already went through all of them? Yes. So, Damn, there we go. Ar- Aruto looking towards the future. Yeah. Yeah. Aruto man yeah. towards the future. Start, start from zero and take one step. <laughs> that would make him Aruto the Great then. I made an Ultraman joke. Are you proud of me? No, because he didn't watch the show. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a bit rude. But uh, I actually thought it was a little bit adorable when it's like, all right, time to teach you from scratch. And they just log into the satellite and start doing jokes together. It's like, oh, they're starting from zero one. But I just think that that's really sweet that he, like, he knows it's that she, she can't be brought back, but he's willing to start again and rebuild what he had. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like his company. Actually, that's true. All right, so that I, I concludes think, uh, our uh, episode discussion. Unless anyone has any final points on the episode specifically, I think I would have been more satisfied with seeing blueprints of like a new Izu instead of just getting a new Izu. Izu <laughs> two to to at least tease that there is a possibility to bring her back. I I did kind of expect the what I expected aside from the whole backup coming out of the zero two driver is. Kind of what you're saying, where the episode ends with him like, all right, we're going to build a new one, a better one, because it would have been totally on brand with Kamen Rider, because Exit ended with them like, oh, we got to we gotta find a way to bring back all the Game Over Humans, and O's ended with, oh, we got to find a way to revive Ankh's Shattered Metal. Mock, oh, we need to find a way to bring Chase back. Exactly, right? Yeah. A lot of Rider series end that way, so I, it, that was kind of what I was expecting. Hmm. May I ask a question? Yeah. Of course. Okay, so were you guys expecting it to be more of a Weibo versus Weebet situation? I don't know what that means. Jinx? Mm. Oh, um, <laughs> do you know the movie Flubber? Yes. I haven't watched it in a while, but yeah. yeah it's been a long time since I've Spoilers oh. for the movie Flubber! Oh, like, are you talking about where, like, he has, like, his fiance, but then, like, his robot assistant is also in love with him? Yeah, but okay, so so that that robot assistant is named Weibo. Yes. And again, spoilers for the movie Flubber, she sacrifices herself and dies. But there is no backup of her, except she made a backup of herself and added some more things to it. And ultimately at the end we get Weebet who is like Weibo 2.0 but also isn't her. It's clearly a different AI just made similarly. So do you think that that would have been more interesting if, like, instead of Izu, we had, like, another secretary who was sort of like Izu, but not quite? Instead of Izu or there, we have were. I actually like what they did, like, what happened more than that, but that was something I was sort of thinking might happen. Yeah, that makes sense. 
Sorry for that having to explain the 1990s. That's fine. Film. This is this is a show where we share our opinions and comparisons, so say what you gotta say. A show where we talk about Flubber. Okay. Anyone else closing thoughts on the finale? I mean like I like I was complaining earlier, like when we were watching the episode. I'm just like I'm like this isn't really the type of episode that like rocked my socks off as like Toei was insinuating that it was going to be. To but clarify, they didn't say that it was going to be a mind blowing, surprising finale. They said it was going to be different from any other rider show. Yeah, and, and I think what they meant was that nobody died. No, 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 well, I, no, no. It wasn't that they teased the movie. That's the different part. I doubt it. I think it's also no, they kill they They've done that plenty. It's the fact that at the end of the day, the final episode wasn't about the major villain. Yeah. Yeah. It's, we didn't have some major, we had a climactic fight, but it wasn't with some ultimate evil that they've been building up to the whole show. It was just the fallout after the fact. The real villain was prejudice. The villain was hatred, yeah. which I think is that's why Ark is, is my favorite Kamen Rider villain ever because it's something that is genuinely scary. Yeah. So who wants to go first? Alright, so as per our Cast Ranger tradition, when we talk about the finale of a series, instead of a feature topic, even though we did have the anime feature topic, yeah. we like to discuss the series as a whole as sort of a retrospective and talk about what we liked and disliked from the entire show. Um... I guess I'll go first. So I'm kind of short and sweet about it, honestly. Um, zero one for me overall. It was it was good, but just something about it for me just didn't doesn't make me just go, "Wow, this is a really great show." Like, just something about it just felt off, and I think it's just because like it it had it, it couldn't it didn't have like a consistent plot. For me, at least, because like you know, you had the whole competition arc thing, which like I, I get now why people don't didn't like it and stuff. And I was just like, oh, that was fun, and yeah. But I don't know, just something about it just I just wasn't like I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving this show like really wowed. So at least for me personally, um, but like the designs in the show are really fucking good, especially Metal Cluster Hopper, which is like the best suit in the series for me personally because it was just so fucking pretty um uh like the the whole progress key gimmick that's cool but like i don't know i want i want something like really different now because it, it just felt like they just felt like gashets I mean, like hell the fucking ride books feel like gashets but they're just books instead of video games so, so so what is it specifically that you want i something with a bit more unique style and like or maybe just it just like a rider doesn't have a gimmick to transform with like he just like it kind of like i thought the progress keys were full of style they were basically like fucking security keys Ichi, do, I thought they were cool. the progress key right, uh right beside you uh no is there one right there on the table there? Uh, just the, the, the thousand one. Pass me it. Okay, well, don't activate it because you won't be able to turn it off. Yeah, no. Here's a progress key in my hand. Mm -hmm. You press a button, yeah. it says a thing, and yeah. you can flip it open. Yeah. That's every single one of them. Yeah. I, in, I, in fact, half the gimmicks do less than that. 
because cards, metals. Yeah, and then you had like something like the shift cards, which I really enjoyed because like they're all like unique, really different cards. unique, different kinds, and they're and all. It was also like they like they express it because like, hey, it's motorcycles. Yeah, and like the monsters like, had like monster style. Like, each rider had like a different like style. mock and drive like mock used bikes, drive used cars, and like they were different. But like every rider in the show just progress key, progress key, progress key. Well, that. I mean, drive is a special case because you're using cars. Yeah. So, of but, course, there's going to be a variety in the gimmicks. No, of course, of course. But the theme of Zero One, as I've stated before, is security. Yeah. So, what makes more sense for the gimmicks to be than security cards? Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know. Maybe do more of the animal motif. But we've had plenty of animal motifs. Yeah, yeah, but, like, if you're going to do an animal motif, go all out. It's like I the get... animals weren't the focus, though. Yeah, Gar. The whole point was the progress keys were like animals, but the other half of it, the uh, what was the the like, name for the other ones? Zetsmarais keys. Yeah, the Zetsmarais keys were all extinct animals. It was just that little dichotomy. Yeah, the point the wasn't that they were animals. Extinction. Yeah. Yeah. Um. In terms of characters, I thought I thought it was a cool cast. Like Arto, I and I'm gonna I, I hate myself for doing this, but I remember that when we first saw the trailer for the show, when I heard Arto's voice, I was like, oh, I'm gonna fucking hate this guy because I don't want to hear that fucking voice for like a whole year. And oh, I, that's I, so mean. Yeah, and yeah, but afterwards, I've seen Arto grow throughout this show, and honestly, he ended up being a really fun character and a very friendly, and he was very you know, stuck to his ideals and, like, you know, wanted to just make people happy. And... Until, until he lost, like, the closest person that he had. Yeah, I mean, that... that, that he that's, had to fight by himself. That still bothers me that, like, that drove him so much to, like... You know, I think what would have made it a bit more entertaining mm. or a bit more of a shocker? Mm. Shocker. If Izu was, like, his last connection with his grandfather... Yeah. Or, like, something related to his family. Or, like, she... And, like, if she blows up, then he considers that a lot. Wasn't, like, like Izu built by Koronosuke or something? Yes. Yeah, but she wasn't... Up, yeah, but it was also just the fact of... Or... She's his only assistant, and, like, her bro... Her, in quote, brother this, this was This is what I wouldn't have done. I wouldn't have had As be a completely separate person. I would have had that Arc Zero arc kidnapped Izu, turned her into Az, and made her fight against Aruto, and, like, you know, Aruto was like, no, like, and, like, has no choice but to destroy her, and it just fucking kills him, because he has no choice but to do it. I would have liked that. That would have been awesome. You know what? I'd be, I'd be interested to see that. Right so much more would have been at stake, and uh, just, like, that I, would, that would have drove him to become Arc 1, because he had to destroy the person he cared about. No, but the, that, the reason they couldn't the, that wouldn't work is he, he wouldn't necessarily have as much hatred pointed at anyone because if he's the one who has to kill her he's feeling more guilty about himself yeah well but and you know what that's fine this this worked because he was able to point all of his hatred at Horibi yeah um uh yeah but I, I thought Arto was an enjoyable protagonist um so I, I didn't hate him uh I mean like his Arto Genito's kind of got a little annoying after a while, but, and also just like he was all about being a comedian, and he just kind of, once he became president, he was just like, okay, I'm president now. Whatever. Um, <laughs> Fua, 
Fua, I, I, I enjoyed, like, he, I honestly feel like he ended up being, like, the real goat of the show, because just, like, watching him grow, and, like, from hating human years, and end up, like, fighting alongside with them and stuff, and fighting for them, and, like, it was really cool, and... What does goat mean? The greatest of all time. Yeah, I would have to go with that, like... Yeah, like I'm just gonna quickly mm-hmm. bounce off of your idea. Yeah. Uh, that way, I'm not just retraining water. Yeah. Fua, I would say, is probably the most fully developed character in the show. Yeah. Agreed. And like the whole the whole thing about him being like, like, but, like especially halfway through the show, he questions like, what do I do after Metsuo Jinrai goes down? Yeah. Because he doesn't know. Yeah, and I like that he eventually just decided to become like, just. The city's common rider. He just like goes around, protects the peace. And even though he doesn't have the transformation device or any of the powers, it's what was inside of him that mm-hmm. made him a rider. Although I'd like to remind everyone that there totally was a shot riser in the battlefield that Fua totally could have just picked up, but didn't. Well, yes. well, no, it's because the memory chip. Yeah, he can't broken. use it anymore. Even if he it's did, not that his shot riser was broken. It's he doesn't have the chip working in his head in order to use. Guy it. put it there. He could have fixed it. He could have fixed it. You really think Fu is going to let that guy anywhere near his head again? That's it's, not my. He'll decision. probably lose his memories again. Um, Get you to do it then. She's skilled. You, uh, you, uh, honestly, I wish she had a lot more to do. She deserved it. She oh. deserved to be way more. I agree with Ichi that she should have just ended up using the Fighting Jackal key and the Shot Riser and should have had been, like, Valkyrie Fighting Jackal. That would have been fucking dope. Like, like they could have just used the same Jackal suit, just put on the Shot Riser. Yeah, like, whatever. I wouldn't uh, have cared. Yeah, I wouldn't have cared either. Um, but, like, I liked how just, because, like, at one point, like, you know, she stopped being Valkyrie for a bit, and, like, I remember Tom was being upset about that, and I said, don't worry, it's not about her right now, she's gonna get her thing, and then she punched fucking guy in the face, and then that was when <laughs> she fucking shut herself away from, from Zaya. And, uh, and when died. she stopped being in the show all that much. I, yeah. I realize she definitely got the dirt, like, like, she, what's the word? I'm yeah, she was kind of thrown stuff. under the bus. Yeah, yeah, yeah like but her being some the of the early female, fights though, hers were the coolest. Yeah, like even her date, like even while watching the show, like this entire week, she has always gotten the short end of the stick. Even her debut episode didn't really want to, like her focus debut on. episode as a writer yeah. didn't really want to focus on her. So it's like. Or it's like Lightning Hornet. It's not even her focus episode. It's a Jin focus episode. Yep. And it's like everything I just, she Lightning, does. Lightning Hornet was amazing, though. I think it's my favorite show. Mm-hmm. I'm a bit biased, though, just because I really like things related to Lightning. Um, Izu, I liked her. It was cute seeing her kind of grow into being like really close to Arto and like her copying everything Arto did. That was adorable. So, but like I knew her death. Like her being fucking killed off was like coming a mile away, so like I saw it happen and I wasn't like, <sighs> but I was like, oh shit, wow, okay. The way she went though, and, I was and, a bit surprised. And I just I knew she was gonna come back. I knew they were gonna rebuild her, so that's why like it doesn't like bother me as much as it does you two because I just like I knew it was gonna fucking happen. I but, knew like, it, like, they were going to do it. They were going like, to do it. Like I was I was really expecting. I'm like, wow, they they didn't bring her back. You know what? Maybe Conrader has matured a bit and finally mm-hmm. accepts the concept of death. I brought her, uh, a rebuilder. We made a new one. Um, what's your name? 
Skywalker. Pretty much. Metsvojinrai.net. Honestly, I kind of wish just all four of them were there from the very beginning. Like, I feel like Horby should have been stories like, oh, don't, oh, my, my predecessor, my other members will fucking revenge, avenge me. And that's when you introduce Naki and, and Raiden. I actually thought it was interesting, the whole mystery of like, oh, who are the other two members? And then we gradually reveal who they are. Yeah, but Ikazuchi, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be brutally honest here, Ikazuchi felt like a fucking afterthought. Well, then that's why I feel like Ansatsu should have just been like the fourth member of Metsubojimurai.net. I didn't want this Raiden sleeper agent bullshit. Like, that was, uh, uh, that felt like it came out of fucking nowhere. Ikazuchi was a one-note thing. He was there to activate the ARC's 3D printer, and then he kind of just took a backseat and, and, yeah. No, I, feel I'll, I'll like, I feel like Ansatsu should have been Ikazuchi the whole fucking show. He deserved it. Like, he was best best dodo boy. And... It's also kind of weird that they... You know what? I actually completely forgot about him. I, I feel really bad. Yeah. Um, Naki, she was also interesting. I feel like she should have been introduced more earlier in the series because, like, she had a lot going on for it. And we had to wait for Fua's development. Yeah. Um, Vice President didn't give a fucking shit because, like, they made it seem like he was going to be like pulling the strings behind everything. Well, some so kind of villain, yeah. Yeah, but no, he had one episode where he tried to fucking sabotage him, and it whatever. He, he and the other two felt freaking useless. To the point where they didn't even show up for several episodes. Yeah. And then they'll come back, and it's like, to, to be really honest, I don't think this writer knows how to make comic um, relief. The, the human gears, I liked, honestly, pretty much all, all of them. I thought all of them were really fun. They were very unique each time. Uh, like, uh, several to name off, probably Mamoru I really liked, Smile I really loved, uh, Bingo I really liked. Okay, so. Uh, yeah, I miss when it was Yuma Gear of the Week, but I understand how that couldn't. Yeah, and couldn't like it the show the made whole time. you feel for these guys because, like, that's why I love the whole purpose of the show was that just like you know they were trying to make these Yuma Gears feel like people, and like you felt like so like like me and Ichi loved Onsatsu. When he died, we were upset because we were like, "Fuck, this is one of like the best characters in the show." I didn't realize they kidnapped an entire team. Yeah, they kidnapped five fucking dudes that who looked exactly the same to keep fucking bringing this dude back. And one of them just became proper evil. Yeah. Um, Raven, can you pass me my belt, please, there? Like the thousand belt, please. Thank you. So, now, last but not least, uh, oh yeah, well, like, Horby, he was cool, I just fucking hate him. Fucking constantly saying Will of the Ark, that was jen i liked that he was adorable being a little little child that we wanted to protect and then he grew up into a little rebellious teenager and then he grew up into a man because he, he who he, still calls his dad bot daddy yeah this is really cute he had a gun he fucking shot him in the head. that was the best thing ever Oh no no, no, my, no <laughs> yeah he's my, adorable no, he had a gun no, my favorite part was him he was designed to be dad was it like episode six when they're at like the voice acting thing and like he shows up with the gun just blow, like shoots just it up blah, in the blah. air and I'm like I know that was trying to be menacing but I just kept giggling at it straight like, up terrorism right just, on screen hey but like Horby Horby was interesting because I feel like they should have made him more emotional like halfway through the show and they should have made it that eventually he wanted he realized that Ark wasn't really doing what he wanted, and then he decided, no, I need to be Ark. 
and he decided to take the Arc Zero power set for himself. I mean, he kind of did decide that he was separating himself from the Arc. Yeah, but I just feel like he should have been more, like, main villain sooner. Because, like, I feel like that. Because I feel like that's what they were trying to I, do. I think the whole you could time. argue he was the main villain for about eighty percent of the show. I mean, man got fucking undefeated. He was suit acted by Seiji Takaya. He never lost. Yeah. Ever. It was great. Except for that one time. Yeah. Except for that one time when he died. So now, finally, my my final thoughts on Amatsu Guy, Kamarai Thouser. I I will say I hyped into him a bit too much, and I tried defending him as much as I could, but like. Obviously, yes. He was, huh? I, I do want to say, when I got to the episode featuring his backstory and the dog, it choked me up a bit. Yeah, like, <laughs> I I get it. These two were kind of on my fucking ass about being like, no, he's not fucking redeemed after all this. And I, 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 what I was trying to say was, I didn't say he was being fully redeemed. I said he was on his way to being redeemed. You know what? I really feel like they should have foreshadowed that a little bit more earlier, but I know we talked about that in the episode. Tell you what, if the Thouser movie is about him completely redeeming himself, I will call him a good character. I'm sorry to notice the trend in there. I noticed, I'm starting to notice a trend in the show. Mm. Each character, like, especially each rider, all have, like, they all go through the same, the same thing, with Aruto being the last one. Yeah. They all have gone to their lowest point. Yeah. That's true, actually. Yeah. They all reached rock bottom, and they're all trying to dig their way out. Mm. Dig up, stupid. Um, so, I've got it. The Thouser movie can be about him doing a thousand good deeds. There you go. Oh, that actually so kind of makes sense girl, in a weird way. My name is Thouser. Yeah, yeah, my name is, my name, my name is Guy. My name is Thouser. <laughs> um, but I, like, in terms of, like, Thouser for, like, a power set and a rider, I thought he was fucking dope. Super awesome. I'm like, genuinely surprised he didn't get any other form. I'm actually saying another form. I think I, that's why I'm kind of hoping Thouser movie gets... Like 10,000. 10, 10, 10, no, no, no. 100,000. You know what will be? His belt will get malfunctioned. He'll use a zero one driver and he'll shove in like Fucking probably. a Thouser Progress key that allows him to get a new form. And I'm disappointed with Toei being with Thouser being like, oh, everyone hates him. Okay, then we'll just shit on him for because <laughs> people hate him. No, I yeah. feel like that's I feel like that's really disappointing and lazy of them, and they should have corrected their mistakes and maybe tried to improve on him apparently, to make him a likable character. Apparently, I think it was Tom Constantine who posted yeah. this, apparently the reason Guy was so shit on in the last third of the show was in fact in response to the poor reception of the tournament arc. Yeah, and that's why he got beaten Whoa, by fucking yeah. every single rider. Good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but Lane, think of it this way. Mm. With, him getting, no, with him getting beaten up by everyone, that led to his lowest point. That made him mentally realize, oh. I'm a dick. No, it's like, what have I actually become? I was ready to sell weapons to people. Mm-hmm. Well, I was ready to make every make it so every single civilian could become a fucking so, common rider and fucking kill people. So for me personally... What the fuck did I become? So for me personally, I'll still say the guy, Amatsu guy, Comrade Thouser, is my favorite character in the show. Still, just for reasons of being like, he, he was cool. I thought he had a strong presence when he first showed up, and, like, yes, he was a dick, but, like, 
That's the point of these characters. Like, if you hate you know him, what then I you, just realized? They, oh, they never him, explained how he was, like, a mortal. They never explained the whole Eternally 24 thing. Okay, you know no, what? You I know thought what? that was going to be a big plot point Movie. that it was never explained. Uh, okay. The answer to that question is, he's rich and plastic surgery. Also, also, <laughs> really good moisturizer. No, and also, you can just... You can take if you take really good care of yourself, you can age pretty well. Like, look at Ralph Macchio. The man's fifty-eight years old. He does not look fifty-eight years old. Like well, I mean, like Will Smith and Keanu Reeves also yeah. look like they have an age. Exactly. We we can just add him to the list of Japanese vampires. <laughs> yeah. Um, so overall, in the end, for me, like Hour Zero One, it's I liked it, but I wouldn't say I I loved it as much as maybe other people did. So that that's just me. Like, still, Drive for me is the best writer series ever made. It, it's, ugh. Okay. So, I'm looking forward to Saber. I'll see what it's all about. I'm not really, I'm not big on the, the theme and the gimmicks of it. So that's why I'm, like, really going to stay away from the toy line as much as fucking possible. So I'm so glad nothing's interested me at all. We'll so see. say that before every show lately. Well, hey, how many, how many, how many, how many swords do you see in my collection, Raven? Not really any. <laughs> I like show, guns. Cause the show's not out yet. I'm waiting for Kamen Rider Gun to show up. Yeah. Kamen <laughs> Rider Gun. Like fucking, they'll just one of the characters will just randomly have their sword also be a gun, and you'll be. All Wait a minute, we shit. just had two Kamen Riders who transform with guns. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I sold my shot riser to David, but now I actually kind of miss my shot riser. You sold your common rider gun? I call I, I, everything. All my thousand drivers. The only thing I have left of my of my collection because <laughs> I just I just got I got tired of it. I just didn't didn't care for having it anymore. So all right. Anyways, uh, yeah. So for me, good. That was Lane's thoughts on I, zero one. I had to go pee. Guarded since you've been. Weaving in and out of Lane's discussion, did you have anything else you wanted to add? Yeah, uh, yeah I guess I'll uh, speak my own thoughts on Comrade Zero One. Now, my opinion is definitely a different experience than everyone's here. We watched it week. Well, I mean, they watched it weekly. I binged the first half of the show in like a week and then watched it weekly. Yeah. So, like, I didn't. I didn't get that experience. I. You I powered watched, through the whole show in like, a week. Yeah, I watched the first ten episodes, kind of dropped out, and then I, I marathoned the entire thing, so I could actually grasp it as a whole, instead of as like separate. Tell us what you grasped. Well, the biggest thing that I I have to say is, much like with the finale, it's hit and miss. There's some really good elements in the show. Like, some of the directing, the cinematography, uh, some of the acting, even the music, I will say. Of course, designs. You can never go wrong with Common Rider and designs somehow. Like, because I feel like that's just a repeating thing every year. Just, oh, the designs were good, the designs did that, and all that. It's so, like, I don't really talk about designs that much. Yeah, still shit. Yeah, I'm going to say, designs aren't always good. There's good and yeah. bad. But, I have, like, the four separate chapters that Zero One took, like the first chapter being 1 to 16, the bio arc, uh, the first six or five episodes of Heat at Manufacturing, then the final arc. Arc. Uh, arc, arc. The arc, arc. Stop it! Uh, 
so, so like, it had a good start. Like, the first 16 episodes, it's like, yeah, you know what? This is a pretty good mini. If this was just a mini series, yeah, it'd be fine. Tournament arc happened, and I was like, okay, it's. I don't understand why everyone's hating on it. It's because everyone watched it week to week, and they were just sick of it. That was probably I it. I actually liked the tournament arc. Like, I kind of forgot the tournament. Like, I wouldn't even call it a tournament. It was, the thing is, it was so largely inconsequential to what else was going on, and also Guy was doing really terrible shit and not getting anything for it. You know what I mean? So every he just slammed a Zets, He slammed a Zetsumarizer on Bingo in front of Aruto, and nothing came as a result of that. So like any politician? Yes. Yeah. He was literally pulling so much shit right out in the open, and it wasn't imp- negatively impacting him in any way, shape, or form. That, that's menacing. Like, to me, I see that as menacing. You can't do anything. Even when we have information of, oh shit, he's the one behind everything, you can't... You, who, no who one can- had evidence. Exactly. Except we when we did, when Shesta pulled up 1,800 counts of guys' criminal activity. And then the fucking idiots decided to show them the only him the only copy of the files they had, and he proceeded to delete them like any fucking logical criminal. And snapped the USB stick. Yeah. I, I, I would like to imagine they kept a backup of that. They no, didn't! Because That's what they said afterwards! They're, they're the comic relief. They didn't think that far ahead. So anyways... Yes. I was, I was at least like so that tournament arc. It like it wasn't as bad as I I was I was expecting it to be. Then the show kind of, in a, in a strange way, it felt like it took a complete left turn, with like all right now we're gonna focus on Ark being the main villain. I'm like, oh okay, it was kind of like it felt, it felt like a good transition, but it also felt like an odd transition, because. You know what? That, that's a good way to. You want to know what? Just weird. And none of us really considered it terribly weird when it was happening week to week, but we all knew why. That's when COVID happened. Yeah. So, like, I can't really blame a lot of the final arc of the show because of what's been happening in the world. This show was definitely affected. Twenty twenty. By the by the pandemic. Yeah. So it's like, like that that arc where you felt like that was a weird transition. That's where their in where their production schedule. Yeah, got that's when they had it. to stop for. That's for when a while. they had to start taking precautions because of it too, and the way they filmed had to change at that point. So things went a little differently than planned in production, but they made the best of it they could. Like arc, it doesn't arc. feel like anything got changed. So like. If you didn't know... Yeah, it's I one of those things where well. if you didn't know it was happening, you probably miss it because they made do with it, but there are little things they did that you just... Oh, I understand. Like, Ark himself felt a little... To, to me, kind of, unfortunately, hurtful, weak. I think, you know, like, if you're trying to build up this whole, like... Mythological, like in a sense, a mythological. He was actually being, the you know, scariest was, villain ever for like, me. Like, because the arc, like it should be more intimidating. He should, if anything, he should be more robotic. I thought Arc Zero was plenty intimidating. Yeah, I'm. I'm I thought he was I'm terrifying. Wondering, 
Because the rest of us literally thought he was absolute. He was presented absolutely terrifying. The only thing that wasn't terrifying about him was the sneakers. Yeah, the camera shots whenever he was walking into the fucking scene. That weird, like, like some like that Japanese that the letters make as they shots they did him. of him. That was fucking freaky. I don't know, maybe it's because and of the, the fact... And the fucking Hisatsu, like, he just, like, chimes off all the negative emotions. I don't, I don't know, maybe it's because he had, like, maybe it's because he kind of threw me off because he had to possess people. I'm like, well, that's... That made him a fucking parasite, and that adds another layer of terror to him. Mm-hmm. Like, he could just take over any of the fucking human gears out there. Yeah, there's plenty of robot bodies out there, but he made a point that he had to take over someone. Um... Uh, Anyway, continue. Aruto, I, I I enjoy as a character, uh, but like when Lane Lane was talking, Fu was my absolute favorite character in the in the show, simply because of just how the how different he is, or how different he was with Aruto. Where Aruto's like, oh, all human gear should be a, like should have like equal equal meaning and all that. Where he's like, I want to destroy every single one of them. And then ha- him going through the realization of my entire life has been a lie because it was... Not his entire life. He just doesn't remember his entire life prior to a couple of years. So, so, like, when I found out the whole, like, being chased by human gears in the middle school thing was just a straight-up lie, then he really went through a character... Like, like he went through a major character development of, like, who am I? What? What am I? And, like, it, it was kind of sweet to see that, like, he saw his family, like, they're just doing the little thing. And, like, he doesn't go over to be like, hey, God, like, hey, mom, hey, dad, how you doing? He's just like, they're okay. Yep. That's all I need to know. That was, that was touching. And so for him to really understand what it meant to be a common rider, so by the end of the show, going around being like, oh, I am a hero of justice, I am a common rider, it felt touching. Like, it felt like he went through a full character. You know, Honestly, like said, the little epilogues for everyone were really good. You hmm. uh, a short end of the stick. I feel... If anything, I feel sorry for the actress. Yeah. She should have... Apparently, the actress herself has stated that she was confused during the filming because she really had no idea what they were doing with her character. Because, it, if anything, during the tournament arc, when Guy and... When Guy and Bowser were doing their thing, or sorry, when Guy and Aruto were doing their thing, Fua and Yua should have been doing their own subplot, trying to figure out the deeper thing of what's happening with these raid riders and why human gears are being corrupted. Except Yua was working with Bowser at that point and being his assistant. But how much of a twist would have that been, where Fua she comes in? She was a in, triple agent. Yeah, like Fua comes a in, and he tell, like he tells Yua. And you was just holding her shot rise and be like, you finally figured it out. <laughs> now you have to die. She just spins around in the chair. Yeah, it's... Because, uh, like, the thing is, like, apparently this was unclear to some people, but Yua, at the start of the show, was an employee of Zaya, who was then supplanted into the government agency Ames by Guy, even though she was truly working for Zaya well, the whole time. Uh, that's, yeah, but that's the point. Everybody knew she was working for Zaya at the time. No, I know, but I've been having some discussions on people on Facebook about the show, and apparently some people didn't really clue in on, like, the whole 
Zaya, Ames, where was you and the whole thing? Yeah, I it? wasn't actually sure if she joined Guy halfway yeah, through or was it, always working no, for him. No, it's she worked She's, for I Zaya remember, in the first place. I remember the exact it, scene. The you con- said yeah. to Aruto, I work for Zaya. I was just put into Ames to, to, to spy because on them. Ames I mean, that's, what I, that's what I thought, but like I... I started to wonder if I was if I'd heard that right or if I saw that right. Because Ames was fun. Ames was being funded and having all of their tech supplied by Zaya. So Zaya sent them a representative to work with them as the person who basically controls and t- teaches them to use the tech. Yeah, yep. but at the start, Ames was actually a government agency, and then Zaya just straight up acquired Ames. So, because they so, were the ones funding all of its actions anyway. So, so in yeah. a sense, it's kind of like how Disney hires Kevin Feige to run Marvel Studios. Kind of. It, 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 Is that how you pronounce his name? It's really kind of sad that yeah, most like, of Yua's quote-unquote development had nothing to do with her, but just who she works for. And like the whole Yeah, thing that's of, actually a good point. And, like, her being referred to as a tool, and she's like, I'm not a tool. I'm like, that's what a tool says. <laughs> <laughs> and, that sounds like something a tool would say. And it's like, like she's like, consider this my reg- like my uh, resignation. resignation. Punch. And then it's like, she does nothing for the rest of the show. I'm like, did you right. have... She like, goes to work with Jin. Like, even Fua was getting furious with her asking her, what do you want? Like, what is your... Per- and, like, why would I know the writer's Oh, my God. Uh, it's that scene from The Notebook where it's just, like, Ryan Gosling. Up to what do like, you want? Like, what do you want? No. What do you want? Yeah. Freaking talking to the... <laughs> I don't know! Person to live up there. Anyways. I, I need my phone to read that. Uh, the world's not kind enough to allow one person to live on their own. It, just, I need roommates! Like, she... I felt like she needed a better character, or at least more time to actually flesh out her character. Maybe she... It, it should have been the whole double secret agent thing. Like, where it was revealed and all that, or something like that, who knows. Uh, quickly go over Izu. A lot of people are going to hate me for this. I did not like her. Okay. Why, why exactly? She... She felt boring. She's a robot. It's just like she is she's a, a robot. robot. Like, like it was literally the, the same running gag every episode. Yeah, Aruto says a joke. She she explains the joke. It wasn't always that. I don't know. That. I liked that. That that was cute. Because Gar, think about it. she doesn't. She's a robot. She doesn't have a grasp on like human behavior and like jokes and stuff. So she just keeps trying to do it because it's in her programming. So Aruto's. Throughout the show, is trying to teach her to be more than what she is, more than and just that a it secretary. And changes and develops over time, and that she starts to actually join in on the jokes instead was a pretty big deal. She, yeah, she was. And like then they had that scene where she, she was. where she dashed into the shot and screeched to a halt. Yeah, and shit so, like that. Yeah, yeah. So she, it was her just trying, trying. Oh, I'm going to try to human. So she was mm-hmm. doing what she thought was best. Hey, if she didn't res- like resonate with you, dude. Yeah, I, I, cool. like, that was pretty much it. It's just like, I saw her more as just, hey, Aruto's assistant. Okay. So what you're saying is you saw her as a tool. I saw her as <laughs> potential. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the three trio fucking hated them. They did nothing to surpass the show. And I think 
it's kind of awful when you realize the vice president's been there the longest out of all of them. So there should have been at least something of like Arto trying to figure out like, how do I do this stuff? Or like, what what would my grandfather do with this type of stuff? You know, and they like, really did the- seem to throw out the whole legacy of the company thing after like the first few episodes. Yeah. Like, I thought that was going to be a way bigger part of it with him trying to like live up to his grandfather. They didn't really show a lot of him trying to run the company. He ended up just being like a field salesman. Because like he would yeah. always bring the human gear and deal with problems out in the field yep. instead of he had managing learn, the company. He had to learn how the company actually runs out in the field before he has any idea how to manage it. So I, would... I know, but then we never got that part of it after. So like that's where I... Aside from any time there was a problem, you have to step up and answer the public. So like that's why I think the that's vice it. CEO. Yeah, that's why I think the vice that's president should have done something yeah. more. Be like, all right, I was gonna hate you. Like I was just gonna hate on you, but you know what? I'm gonna help you out with this one thing here, or or I'm gonna help you out with this thing over here. Like but no, if he fucks up, the vice president can take over. Yeah, but maybe he should have had like a turn, like at least like a turn of like turn of leaf, turn of change of heart. Yeah, like a change of heart. Which like, he kind of did near the end. Yeah, he did. Of no worries. Like, but it was already a little late for that shit at yeah. that point. Uh, then lastly, Metsubo Jinrai. Uh, There's a lot of characters in this show to be going through them one at a time. <laughs> yeah, 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 pretty much. So I'm just trying to keep it short and simple. Uh, as a whole, they were okay. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much it. They, they were just okay. They were there. They were there. They were a the thing. Metsu, they bowed, they chin ride, and they dot net. <sighs> Any other closing thoughts before we go that Emily have her turn? Uh it's better than X8. That's what I wanted to hear. Ooh. Interesting. So I wanted to hear from you specifically. I was but like, is were, it better than X8? Is it better than X8? Yes. Does it still have common rider flaws? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Could it have been better? Absolutely. Favorite episode? It's still episode one. Best cinematography, best writing, best directing, best acting, best visual effects. Mm, I'll disagree with you on that one, but I'll get to that in a bit. All right. All right. Emily! Um, I think that you guys have probably covered most of everything. That's fine. You can, you, even if you repeat something, just like keep it brief, but yeah, you can say what you want to say. But um, you're, you're supposed to go character by character, right? Yeah, just a little blurb on each one if yeah. you want. Okay, Aruto is actually my favorite main main rider so far that I've seen. Um, he's by far my favorite, like main, like the most main character of any of the ones I've seen. And he might, and it's probably the first time I can think of where the main rider was my favorite rider in the show. Mm. Um. I agree that Yuo is kind of put under the bus, which, but I her her forms, especially Hornet, were just really cool. All uh, two and a half. I mean, I it, that was cool enough that I put it on the screen to show my mom. So, <laughs> like, though she had no idea what the heck was going on, it was just like I have to show you this scene. <laughs> so I guess that means it was cool, right? Sure. Um, uh, I liked the dynamic between her and Fua, and it was kind of sad when they became less of a duo later on. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, 
Fowser was he was he was evil but but good like at the same time. Sometimes I did couldn't really know what his end game goal was, but it was cool having it be like a corporate showdown between the two of them. And then when he took over, it felt sort of weird. Um, but I think my favorite thing about oh, and Metsubo Jinrai, I didn't really have much opinion on in general. They're just. I like how things went with them and that they learned, but it was hard. It's difficult to sympathize with terrorists. <laughs> you know, that's a fair point. I don't negotiate yeah. with terrorists. <laughs> no, but like, like I did sympathize with them, but like at the same time, I was just thinking, like, please don't stop being a terrorist group now. <laughs> and they finally did, so that was good. Um, it also has this. Also, had my favorite villain of any Kamen Rider we've seen so far. Like, in terms of menace and actual threat, my favorite, I think my favorite, like, overall would still be Evolt, just because he's Evolt, but, like, my favorite as a threat, the fact that it was the personification of hatred was folly. It's the supervillain that exists in our world. So. The threatening part was that he could exist within anyone. Exactly. Well, that's the idea, because that's what happens. Gee, if only they actually did more of that movie but I, the know, themes I have to agree of... evil more is intimidating because he killed three people in like one in like five sec five minutes oh evil was fantastic <laughs> evil was 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 intimidating but not scary does that make sense yeah. yes 100%. like evil yes evil was intimidating but he felt like a super villain like yeah. He felt like a character that you would enjoy watching do evil stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Evil. Whereas, with, evil like with, with evil, you like almost were sort of like, like, oh man, look at him go! I wonder what's gonna happen next with 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 Ark. Like, it, I genuinely felt unsettled and scared. Like, I felt like my stomach churned when he was on screen, and I was shocked by how scared I was by him. That's fair. And it was the first time that's ever happened watching any of these, so I was like, whoa, that's that's a big deal. Um, sorry if that sounds dumb. No, uh, that's fine. Anyone else you want to talk um, about? Um, just the entire theme of the show of going towards the future of, of, of androids and humans working together and and them being having hearts and being sentient and being allowed to dream and you, you guys said super villain with evil that's the first face that i thought of <laughs> yeah good. no that's that's a, that's a face he'd make that's the perfect evil. face to describe and um you just do the thing i wanted you to <laughs> yeah like um just like, and the, i also really liked that the main characters were like well, I, not main characters, but main character was the head of a company. And that was great. Like, it wasn't like, oh, let's, like, rebel against the corporate. It's like, no, we're we're the good we, guys. We are the corporation this time. Like, and that's, that's how it is. So that's, I'm and really if, glad that that's what they had because that's basically, like, the truth. It's like, what if Takumi was CEO of Smart Brain? <laughs> And ulti- the ultimate villain is not like something like that. It's it's hatred, which is the ultimate villain. So I think that 
if not my favorite writer that I've watched so far, it is it is probably the most poignant writer I've watched so far. I think there were other ones that were more fun. Or, uh, and I really like Ghost for some reason. I don't even know why. <laughs> like, I couldn't, I couldn't even tell you. Like, you could ask me, you think, you really think Ghost is good? And I'd just be like, no, <laughs> but I like it anyway. And like, Gaim's amazing. X-Aid was super fun. I, and, and all that, and Build was great. But I think if someone asked, asked me a kind of like, this is sort of a, sort of a, um, so, sorry, uh, sort, sort of a corny question, but if someone were to ask, like, what Kamen Rider sh- series should I watch to, like, understand you, then I would definitely say this one. Interesting. The most me of all the series. And that's including the one that's about doctors and video games. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, like, just the whole message and feel of this is is that. I just, I think I really, I really appreciate what it, what it's saying and the story and what everyone went through. Cool. All right. Raven, give us your take. Uh, all in all, for the whole show as a story, uh, I was, I really got into it at the beginning, then the tournament arc happened, and I kind of, uh, for a bit, and then I think it got better again. Uh, about the point when the uh, show really kind of had the change because of the current situation in the world. Mm-hmm. It's like... The actual arc taking over. Well, yeah. <laughs> that. Uh, that, that was good. I I liked that direction. It's just there's, there was the noticeable things that they obviously had to change because they couldn't do certain things while filming, so... Like, they lost a month worth of content. Yeah, so they like did. Lots and of things. Not to mention, and then on top of that, uh, they couldn't do crowd shots really anymore, so, like, all the crowds disappeared. It ended up just being the same bunch of people with no other people around. There was one crowd shot where they were all green screened onto yes. the set. Yeah. Oh, jeez. So there was a lot of, if you knew it was there, you, you noticed. It was but, episode 37, if everyone's interested. Yeah. It, so, it's, it's kind of a shame that Zero One will forever be marked as the show that happened during the pandemic. Yeah, but you know what? I think they made the best of it, honestly. Yeah. They, if you didn't know, I genuinely yeah. don't think you'd For the su- the, the sudden limitations, they did what they did. They did the best they could with it, and I think they made it so... They still made the show good despite that. Yeah. Um, as a whole, suit designs... Oh, man, the suit designs in this show were some of my favorites, period. They really outdid themselves with this one. Uh, I gotta say, I absolutely love, like, Zero One Space Form. Oh, uh, yeah, it's, no. Uh, Rising like, Hopper's pretty cool. It, it's just... I, well, that was one thing I forgot writer. to say was they way underutilized the form changes in this one, like even beyond the other series. Like yeah. they just yeah. stopped using them after the first arc, and that well, was think, kind of disappointing. Well, I think it's because of the whole fact that like the enemies got stronger. Yeah. So it's like we they have actively to... got the enemies actively got stronger, including the Metsubo Jinro yeah, yeah, guys yeah. who got better and better as the show went on, and they actively needed upgrades to keep up with these things. Yeah, you know, maybe if you were a strategist, like a bookmark trainer or something, you could, like, swap out the keys while battling or something, but... Uh, a bookmark trainer? Yeah, a bookmark trainer. trainer. 
Oh, I thought you said a footmark trainer, and I was thinking, what is that? No, that's next season. Yeah. Oh, my God. Sorry for interrupting. If I had to... Overall, if I had to pick a favorite suit and a favorite form in this entire show, unfortunately, because of how little they used it, Zero Two, <laughs> I Zero actually two awesome. really like Zero Two over all of the other suits, and just the fight scenes involving it were amazing. Oh. Holy shit, did it only appear in like three episodes. I, I, I fucking love, though, with Zero Two, like in the second final episode. He's not even fighting Fua. He's just, he keeps walking away from him. Fua's like, no, nah, come on, bro. Come on. Snap out of this. And, like, he just tosses him away. Like, right. do, like doesn't give a shit. Continue, like, proceeds to walk forward. Right. Not giving zero shits. Yeah, and like I was saying last week, I think that he just went zero two because he didn't want to kill Fua with Arc yeah, One. We talked about that last week. Yeah. Well, I, I, I wasn't watching the show last week. Oh, yeah, not Impact in the Discord is saying his favorite Shining Hopper, so he feels my pain. I'm like, yeah. Oh, Remember yeah. Shining Hopper? Remember that form that got invalidated, like, the very next the, episode? The form that we had to kill one of the best characters in the show to get? Wow, was that well used? Yeah. Remember, 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 a character died to get that form just for it to be completely invalidated the very next episode. It's funny how Ichi says one of the most best characters in the show when he was only there for one episode. I loved him. Lazu was pretty fucking dope. Hey, it was pretty dope how he could connect to people's fucking bones and talk to them like telepathically. Right now, that's but now that's intimidating. But yeah, no, just zero two, the debut. All of the uses thereafter was fucking amazing, and I love it. The red gloves. Yeah, wasn't no, that like where the penny dropped when we figured out that there was that she was supposed to be Iz? I got lots of metal cluster hoppers. So yeah, but yeah, the metal cluster hopper was damn cool too. I set uh, another thing with all the designs in this show. I how many the designers in this show were Gundam fanboys? There's no fucking doubt in my mind. Based on all of the shit I saw over the course of this series. Uh, but, yeah, aside from that. Yeah, so, anyways, aside from all of that, uh, characters. Aruto, I fucking hated him at the beginning of the show. I will. I will say he did grow on me over the course of the series, especially by the end. I did like him as a character quite a bit. Uh, Fua was my favorite character right from the get-go. He kind of carried the show for me for the first little while. And I, his whole character arc coming to what it was, I think he was one of the better characters in the show still. So I think it's unanimous that Fua's yeah. overall best character I liked in him. one. Blaze is 100% correct. Fua is Keishiro from uh, Lupat. If he yes. was you know, a good character. Uh, oh, oh I disagree. <laughs> yeah, no, I think Keishiro was pretty good. Mm. They were very, actually pretty different characters, I think. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. compare Fua to Keishiro at all. But good, anyway. Good, no, you know what it is? Fua... I'm sorry if that was, if that was, if that was okay, silly. It, it's, it's not my turn, but Fua 
had his arc and became as awesome as Keitro. Keitro was consistently high across the whole series. <laughs> It was just annoying for it the whole time. He was consistently high? <laughs> high on justice! Doing his job. Yes. Never forget, Kirichiro was the guy that freaking busted down a concrete beam. And brought it to battle. And brought it to battle, because like he was cuffed around it. Geeted it out of the ground. This... And brought it to the battlefield while morphed. And he powered through being poisoned. Anyways. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, uh, Yua was certainly a character. Uh, that is definitely a writer. I, I was really excited for her at the beginning of the show because I was like, oh, hey, we actually get a f proper female writer that's going to be here for the whole show. And she's gone. <laughs> and she's gone. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, it was really... It was really bad how they underutilized her. Uh, her forms were cool. She was interesting as a character. I think, yeah, when the tournament arc happened, they just completely just shoved her character into the ground for a You are while. the assistant to Guy. And then she finally snapped else. out of it, thank God, and punched him in the <laughs> face. <laughs> you're the assistant to the common Rider. I'm the assistant common Rider? No, you're the assistant to the common Rider. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Office joke. I already bought all this merch of how I'm going to be this, the assistant common writer. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Yeah, so Yua, I was, Yua was a lot of, uh, was promising at the beginning and just kind of didn't happen, which is disappointing. Oh, you should have heard me during the middle of the week where I'm like, do something. Right. And then Lane was like, keep watching. Stop overthinking it. Yeah. Yeah. She put on pants. She, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, then we have Guy who, oh man, he seemed like an interesting villain to me at first. I really liked Thouser's design. You know he's and, crazy when he plays chess by himself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I really that's thought a, they were going to explain his immortality, sort of. That's just, he's not immortal, it's just a joke of that, really good man, for a 45-year-old, he looks really young. Yeah. But, like, we're in a universe where they're constantly talking about androids, and so I just felt like that was leading up to something. I feel like that was, like, a we faked ourselves yeah. out moment. My, my initial prediction for the show was that Aruto would be, like, part, would be, like, a cyborg or something. Just cause. That's why he's able to transform. I'm kind of glad we didn't go that route. Yeah. It was interesting not having it go that route. And yeah, I, it I, was. I, yeah. like, I, I think it's not secretly way. being a yeah. robot or a monster I or something. I think his character... Well, no one was secretly was. anything, really. <laughs> no one was secretly anything. Except Guy being not so secretly an asshole. <laughs> but, yeah. He's an asshole. But yeah, no. I think that's my favorite description of this show. No one was secretly anything. <laughs> really? That was just Who me being this? an idiot. But yeah, so guy. <laughs> I thought he seemed like an interesting villain at first, and then he just kind of descended into. No, I'm just doing evil shit and getting away with it for no fucking good reason. I was, I was actually you know what it might be? to see him early in the show. You know what it is? What? They, Amatsu guy, they just they just made Common Rider Donald Trump. I mean, Fuck can you imagine sick. if that was You're actually not it? wrong. But I'm gonna, do terrible shit and no, get away with it. No, you know what he is? He's Disney. I'm gonna buy you out. 
You're not going to follow me. I'm buying you out. <laughs> Which I, I'm just thinking, I'm like, I'm like, how did he buy him out if, if he doesn't want to sell the company? He bought no. And then, and then he I bought shareholders. Yeah, he bought shareholders, which makes which, him... which doesn't make sense still, because technically, if Aruto's the CEO, that means he has a majority of the shares. This is also so the unless same Aruto actively sold the shares to guy that should not have worked. I think the idea was but, because he agreed to the tournament arc, he conceded. And, and I guess it's a bit weird to think about. It's like, well, I lost. I guess I have to sell them. It small right? business deals. But, but, yeah, small business. no, and just guy just kind of descended into absolute assholery, not even for good reason, and I just really lost any interest in the this character. I feel at like all. they should have explained more like or hinted more to his motivations rather than having it all be sort of said in one or one episode. Money. Yeah, money, that's a What do we do? No, but I mean the stuff with though. Bowser really? the dog and He was just lashing out at everyone because yeah, he couldn't have his dog. That he was is... lashing out because Daddy didn't love him enough. And then they try yeah, they tried to explain it. Yeah. They tried to actively explain what his deal was, and that whole episode I thought was the biggest load of fucking horse shit as an explanation for that character. I think it was an explanation, I just don't think it was justification. No, it really wasn't. They probably were going to My daddy didn't love me, and I lo put away my toy dog and lost him forever, and now I must be evil. <laughs> my dad has some weird, bizarre thinking that a thousand percent is a real score on a test. Why didn't you just buy the dog the second you became CEO? Right. Oh, it was probably... Uh, Why didn't you pay the teachers to give you a thousand percent on the test? <laughs> or draw the extra zero. Put in the effort, boy! <laughs> I'm also noticing a lack of mother figures in this show. Yeah, no one has moms. Yeah, that. Well, lots of dads. Well, Fu lots had of dads. Who had a mom? Lots of dads, lots of dad issues. Not a lot of moms. Yep. Anyway. Man, what's a, what's a good common writer and just not a lot of daddy mom issues, issues the franchise? Maybe that says more about the writers. But oh. Daddy issue the franchise. Yeah, okay, moving on. Uh, Izu. Existed. <laughs> Oh. That, that's, I didn't hate her I didn't especially like her but she was definitely a character and she definitely had a role to play and I remember that we once lived right she she did what she had to over the course of the series and yeah she that's did. about my opinion of Izu she served her purpose she assisted Aruto that's it that was literally <laughs> her whole fucking reason of existence that's her whole she, deal she, did she get... served her purpose she did what she had to she was the character that she needed to be she, she did do a funny joke that I really love way yeah <laughs> but yeah no uh Metsubo Jinrai yeah Metsubo Jinrai uh Horobi was just kind of annoying for me for like the better part of the series it wasn't really until you know the end of the show when Ark started showing up that he really kind of stepped up and I get that that was the point he was supposed to be he was supposed to be just the very robotic I will destroy humanity monotone character that he was and then he started actually developing emotions towards the end, and his actor started acting, because that was the point. Yes. He's like, I hate all this! 
And I right? hate that I hate it. Right? It's just, he was a cool character to see in all of this. And he just really became a cool character by the end of it. Uh, Jin, I really liked in the first place. He was kind of the cool villain for me. And after Horobi died early into the show, it was like, oh, he stepped up and he suddenly became a really cool character. And when he revived, I was so happy because there was a decent villain again. But <laughs> even though he wasn't really a villain by that point, but you know. I also like the Immortal Phoenix reference with him, like the whole like yeah. burning falcon. Yeah. No, came back from, he came back from the dead and froze from the ashes. Okay. Yeah. Look, he's got a cool belt now. Yeah. Ikazuchi existed. <laughs> really. He he kind of had like two episodes of character and that was about it. And then he just kind of was in the background the whole time. Um, <laughs> Naki. I think Naki was neat. Naki being just an AI in Fua's head at first was a cool thing. She was there to keep him in line and keep control over him. And then she got her own body and she kind of she kind of struggled to figure out what her purpose and things was. Well, and she got then, Wolverine claws. Yeah. Her rider form was fucking cool. Like, jeez, okay. Wolverine! <laughs> and her just being... She didn't get to do much... But she was a cool character for what they did do. Just like that she can never become a rider again because her key got destroyed. Yeah, well, I mean, you could always make another one. Yeah. Oh, shit, that's right. They could literally just do that. Yeah, all right. They, they have the technology, quite literally. I want to be cheap about it. <laughs> right? But, yeah, no. Uh, she was good. A lot... There was a lot of other side characters that really I have zero opinion on. They were just there to do their thing, and then they were gone. Um, feel like I've missed somebody in the midst of all of this. Uh, trio vice president. That's the side characters that did that kind of existed that I was talking about. Arc. Oh yeah, <laughs> I can't believe I forgot that one. As everyone's already said most of the stuff about him. He, he was legitimately Ark was a fucking terrifying villain. The way they presented him, the camera shots making him look like something out of a Japanese horror film half the time. It was really cool. He he was just hate personified, mm. and that was really cool to have him pop up and do that. And vo picking Eisen's voice actor for him was just perfect. Just damn. That was. Dare I say, the perfect conclusion. Yes. <laughs> what you said. The voice from Eisen from Bleach. And I'm going to incredibly disagree with Decker on this one. I think Arc Zero was a damn cool suit. Oh, the white suit? No, the, Arc Zero. the main ah, one. Oh, uh, uh, the black suit? Yeah, uh, the, the, the suit. suit was cool, but he was scary. It yeah, was and little... that was it. He was supposed to be terrifying. It was all, was like, robotic. exposed and yeah. wiry and robotic, and that was exactly what was they like were going for. Yeah. monster. It, do, it didn't really fit the aesthetic of what I like in a suit, but it made but perfect sense Perfect that they did sense, that. great design. I absolutely loved it. And the fact that he's just sitting there fucking 3D printing weapons and then just discarding them after a single use and then 3D yeah. printing more was just absolutely fucking badass. Agreed. Hey, it's how Bandai thinks of this franchise. Great. Yes. Okay, bye. <laughs> Sell it. Eat it. Next one. Yep. Yeah. 
And then he's just invading invading whatever other body he wants over the course of that, and it's cool. And it's like, yeah, he can't do it to humans, and then the arc key has happened. Mm-hmm. And suddenly he could. But, uh, yeah, no, arc was cool. I really liked the twist with Aruto being arc one. Mm-hmm. It's that even after that, they're trying to revive the arc. They're trying to revive the arc. It's going to be Horobi. It's going to be Horobi. Leading up to it, and then just, boom, here's the arc. But Horobi's over there. Then who? It's Aruto. He had to face his own hatred, too. Yeah, and just having that where the main character became the main villain at the end of the show and had to fight through that and fight through his own hatred of Orobi to get to the end of this, which was, yeah, it was a really cool plot twist, and I really like it. Well, as the saying goes, you either die as the hero or live long enough long to Long enough to become the villain. the villain. Yeah, that. Which literally happened before he became Zero Two. Yeah. He died, Ark took over. And and, like, well, oh, he didn't no. actually die. That well, yeah. was a simulation. And I do very much appreciate the little touch with the last episode, the final confrontation just being Horobi and Aruto. Like it's been from the get-go of this show. Yeah. We came full circle back to these two fighting each other. Also, so- And it was a really nice way to end it off. I think it capped off the series really well. And as I saw somebody mention earlier in our Discord chat, it kind of is a lot like the final fight from Kuga. Yeah. Because they're both equally two very Two opposing forces, both using the same powers, basically just completely equal in every way, just facing off against each other. Mm -hmm. And the fight was a hell of a spectacle up to that point, too. It was really well done. I like how they were just drawing weapons out of, like... Off the uh, ground! They just 3D printed the living shit out of a bunch of weapons all over the place and started pulling up. That's unlimited blade works. The joke we keep making about that. Like, bring it, bitch. They even brought it... They even brought in the barren frigging ruined wasteland... So it was like, yeah, no, unlimited blade works. I That's how like, this is. Uh, in overtime, we saw the bumper instead of like the whole like motorcycle. It was unlimited scene. blade works. Yeah, yeah, it was just like the. the they literally. I actually know nothing about unlimited blade works except for the memes and the "I yes. am the bone of my sword" thing. Yeah, uh, it, it's they literally the screen this little screenshot they use the picture they used on overtime subs yeah. for this episode was just. The screenshot from Fate Stay Night of the fucking open oh. field with all the weapons from Unlimited Blade Works. Meanwhile, I'm over here like, haha, Keyblade Graveyard. Right? Yeah. As did a lot of people. And I was saying, because I watched the episode on, over Discord with Dave when it came out. And we were both, he, I was like, people keep making the Keyblade Graveyard joke. And I'm just sitting here like, no, it's Unlimited Blade Works, bro. They've even been doing Gate of Babylon even before this. <laughs> it's, it's, this is just a Fate reference here. But the bone of hmm? Final thoughts? I really like Zero One. I think it's probably up there actually for me as one of my favorites as far as Ryder goes. It could probably have, if it weren't for the tournament arc and some of the obvious issues that kind of were necessary, necessarily came about because of the whole issues with production because of what happened... If it weren't for those things, it would probably have been higher up, and it probably would have been ranked up there with as one of my favorites of all time. But it's definitely it's it's on the list. And I guess that leaves you, Ichi. Okay, 
Make it quick. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> All right, so I'll start with character. I'll, I'll start with character thoughts. Aruto, I think, is probably one of the most human characters in terms of main characters that I've seen come out of Common Rider in a long time. Because like he starts as this goofball who has basically nothing. And basically has a fortune laid upon him, and he's like, "Oh no, what do I do? I don't know what to do. I'm suddenly in charge of all of this. Someone help me!" Yeah, it's all. And and he has Izu thrust upon him, who helps him grow and change. Yep. And he comes. He becomes so dependent on her, and it becomes such a beautiful symbiotic relationship that they share, where sh- she supports him and he teaches her about how to be human. Exactly. And. and and then when she gets ripped from him, he just does a complete fucking face, like, heel turn. Like, I don't watch wrestling, but I understand the point of that term. And he just, like, completely abandons all of his... Like, he just gets tunnel visioned and just goes on a rage bender. Oh, shit. I just realized that. Think of it. And when the first arc was ending, like, Izu got shot by, like, Jin or Horby. Or, yeah, it was Jin. And, like, she had to be repaired. What did Aruto do? Ended up using the device that the Ark made to fight the fight the main battle. At the end of the series, Izu died. He joins Ark. He becomes Ark 1. Yeah. That was so, fucking yeah. foreshadowing. Yeah, absolutely. That's some damn good foreshadowing. And, like, in the end, he, de- he decides to not destroy his foe. He decides to forgive him because... To err is human, but to forgive the And divine. that is legitimately the best thing you can do. And and though he may not come out of it with everything that he lost intact, he's moving forward to the future, and that's all anyone can really do. Sometimes loss happens, you, you pick the pieces up, and you keep going. And you don't build another robot. <laughs> see, do, you, do you see where, I mean, where I'm getting this? I get your point, and I respect your opinion. I just don't agree with it. Um... I will say that I agree with what Lane was saying at the start of the show. Arto seemed really, really fucking annoying, and I wasn't sure I'd be able to tolerate him as a character. But he and Izu worked together so well that it really grew on me. He's at least better than Sogo. Anyone's better than Sogo. Oh, oh, out. Let, let's let's really take a step back and say that pa- we have to all agree that part of why Zero One was so great is that we we're coming off of Zio. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. We hit such a low. I feel so bad, but I actually legitimately forgot Zio existed right? for a moment. Oh, shit. Every day, I try yeah. so hard. For a glorious moment, I forgot. Even though Waz was <laughs> awesome and there were some great moments in Zio. Yeah, yeah. So so, so much like with all the characters in Zero One, the franchise was at its lowest point. It dug itself out. Yeah. Um, Izu. Adorable. Like... She was a robot who didn't know what emotions were and was slowly taught over the course of the show. And she was adorable in her naivety, but she she, she slowly learned to, to to flow with Aruto and his style and, and, and keep up with everyone. And it was like, I don't think she beats Misora for me in terms of female, like, side characters. You know what I mean? Uh, like, still, lead, lead females? Still Kiriko for me. Um, Who's me sorry? From Build. Build. All right. But Izu is definitely up there. Like, her her appeal was definitely the, the whole, like, doing a cute thing because she doesn't understand. 
And, like, then she had moments where she would, like, dash in at top speed from off screen and come to a screeching halt and just, like, holy shit! But then one episode when Arto tells her to run, going slower than molasses. Well, yeah, I like that she always maintained that little hand pose. Yeah. I'm kind of surprised that she didn't end up becoming a rider too. You know what I mean? Yeah, there were the, there's still time. The there's right? still like fucking three movies they're going to make. There were there's so many time. Kamen Rider Izu concept fan arts I've seen over the last year. Yeah, you know what? It might not be Izu, it might be Oz. I mm, maybe. Oh, maybe. I just, maybe. I just have her own arc yeah. rider form. Maybe. I just thought of this. If they do do V-Cinemas, they kind of foreshadowed how the team-ups are going to be. Valkyrie and Naki. Yes. Orby and Jin. Fuwa's going to be a lone wolf. Fuwa and Guy. Yeah, maybe. Fuwa and Guy. Not Fuwa and Guy. Yeah, yeah two, no. two opposites having to work together. No, but it would be funny if Fuwa was on his own because lone wolf. Anyway. Yeah. Um, Fuwa. Man, did he piss me off at the start of the show. Through most oh, of the show, yeah. anyway. Yeah. The whole prying the key open. And then that was just that. his fucking statement. That was just his, his, this is how I do shit. I just pry shit open. I am, I am glad that, yes, we did eventually find out that, no, he knows that he's doing it wrong. He just doesn't care. But I'm still kind of mad that he didn't do anything about that. I and love- also... The one other thing about Fua that didn't really come to a payoff is the fact that he was secretly laughing at Aruto's jokes. We came so close several times to him doing it in front of him, but that we never actually got that resolved. Like You'll find out eventually, won't he? Maybe in like a Vulcan V cinema. The Vulcan V cinema. We finally have Aruto find out that Vulcan thinks he's but, uh, but yeah, Vulcan was definitely the most dynamic character in the show. He started out as just this 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 asshole who was just angry at the robots, and then he finds out that his backstory is a lie and he's just a normal dude. And he just like realizes he has to find his purpose. And that's one of the themes of the show. It's not only like hatred is bad, but it's also find your own purpose in life. Because Fua had to find his purpose. Yua had to find her purpose. You made your bed, you lay in it. Kind of. Um, but yeah, Fua, de- I definitely warmed up to him in the later half of the show. So, and and let me just say now, in terms of suit designs, Orthro's Vulcan is fucking rad. Oh, the final yeah. suit that he had at the end of the show? Yeah. But, uh, in ter- oh, I fucking love that. So, yeah. um, to quickly touch on suit design... The shot riser base undersuits kind of weren't my thing, but I do like the way Lightning Hornet looked overall. I thought that was good. Fuin just seems to agree that Lightning Hornet yeah. is... All of Zero One's forms range from okay to pretty okay. There, rider, lots of uh, lots of forms. There, there, wasn't any, there wasn't any one form Zero One had that I hated, but there wasn't any one form that I loved. Um, and then the Force Riser suits, I think, were the best ones in the show. Especially Naki and Ikazuchi in that order. Because Ikazuchi, as people know, was my favorite suit in the whole series until Naki showed up. And that one blew it out of the water. X-23. Yeah. I guess I'm the only one who didn't really care much for Lightning Hornet. It's okay. It's not, like, awful. Uh, uh, like, out of the animal, like, out of the 
form change. Freezing Mare is my absolute fucking favorite. Uh, it's a tie between Flaming Tiger and Punching Kong. Uh, I liked a lot of the songs that the forms had, but in terms of suit designs, nothing never, really... Never forget Ichi laughing his ass up to seeing fucking Punching Kong, like, holding the shot riser with the fucking giant pets. Yep. Yeah, that was Kill funny. I wouldn't. Um, Downing all my chips, Raven! You're welcome. Fucking yeah. bastard! Um, okay, so, the, Fua, I've said my piece. You, uh, disappointing. Just, just massive disappointment. It was so exciting at the start of the show to see a female rider be listed right up front, yeah, and then, man, they did her dirty. So uh, bad. You know they did, just to get people to shut up. Absolutely. And, like, even though... I, I hate saying it that way, but it's true. Yeah, it's, it's such a shame, because I would love to see more well-written females, because, like... Hopefully we get a Valkyrie movie. Yeah. Um... It would have been so easy for them to just give her Fighting Jackal as a proper final form because it would have symbolized her discarding her past self and, and, be, and using the, the sum of her experiences to move forward. And it would have been almost effortless. All they had to do was swap out the faceplate. Oh, uh, no, that's too much work. Um, but yeah, like even the actress herself had said they don't know what, she doesn't know what the fuck they were doing with her. Honestly, I just showed up, got paid, and went home. She always looked so unenthused any time she was on screen, and that's why when we watch the anime, you hear her sounding happy, and it fucking scared us. No, no. You, know who, you know what it is, unfortunately? She's Leonard Nimoy going to conventions, doing the whole Spock thing, everyone losing it, stopping, no one cares, because she did the whole flip of the uh, progress key thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was like the like, Oh man, look how cool that was! Oh my goodness, that's it. Yeah. Um, to quickly touch on some early game minor characters, Ansatsu Chan, holy shit, star of the show, early game. I am so mortified that did not continue. Yeah. I get we had to well, shift into more. Sort of disappeared. I get we had to shift into a more serious tone. But like, oh man, that was so good while it lasted. And we were so ready for him to be Ikazuchi, and then Raiden just comes out of nowhere, and I'm like, who the fuck are you? Oh, he's our sleeper agent. I hated that. But I why? Hated, I actually hated that. It should have been Ansatsu the whole fucking time. He should have been the fourth member. It's like, they, they didn't know what to do with Ikazuchi, because they didn't plan on doing an Ikazuchi. It was just, oh... I like the concept uh, that they had a sleeper agent in Heaton because they wanted access to Zaya. It makes perfect sense makes that they did. If it's, they didn't do a whole lot with it. Because it was just done in one episode. And Ryan just decides that anyway, anyway, you just gonna be an astronaut because you guys are fucking stupid. And then, he, and, and then he just, after he does his debut episode, he just fucks off for half the show. Oh my and God. then when he comes back, he barely does anything. Yeah. No, now that's a crossover. He didn't fuck off for half the show. Fucking die! No. I count waited. that as fucking off and from a writing perspective. Five him until he like, so just went up to every Metsuo Jinrai character. Dude, what the fuck's your deal? <laughs> no, no, that's it. Comrade Ikazuchi and Comrade Four they teaming up with Comrade Super One and they fight in space. That'd be cool. Riding going up to Horby. You're an idiot. Or are you an idiot? No, let me rephrase that. You're an idiot. <laughs> Were you an idiot? No, let me rephrase that. You're an idiot. And on the topic of hilarious and adorable characters that were discarded far too soon, Wazoo. Yes. Man, what a one-episode wonder. Oh, you know he was just there to be the sacrifice. 
And it's so sad that the sacrifice was made completely invalidated less than three episodes later. Well, it's be- it's not his fault that fucking Bowser built something stronger than everything else. Fucking you of being the double-edged spy, freaking spying on everyone. <laughs> oh, man, what? but I, I really wish... What, Benedict I... Arnold? What? Benedict Arnold? I thought you were saying I want to bang something. Oh. Um, Wazoo was great. They took him t- far too soon. Ansatsu was taken from us far too soon. Uh, Mitsubo Jinrai, the other members. Horibi, really bland, but I get it. it he was a robot like who, was who was supposed the, to be at first. The point of him was he was non-emotional, and it's just humans bad, kill them. Until the end, where it was like, no, they needed him to start off that yeah. monotone and blend. The point to, of him was the journey he, yeah. he took. The point was the journey and the gaining of emotion, so they needed him to be... Yes, and and by contrast, Jin being over-emotional was played very well, I think. What am I? You say I'm your son, but you don't act like a parent. I, I, what, am I supposed to act like a kid? What am I? What am I oh, Belle. Jin was a, another very dynamic character. He started as this really weird dichotomy of childish and murderous. It was literally handing a child a gun. Yeah. That's what Jin's character See, was I at the th- start. I think it was with Horby as well because, like, he was a he was a father human here. So I think even though he was on his whole like destroy humanity thing, he still had like a little bit of his original programming in him so he had to be all right son now here's how you shoot a gun exactly so he was still had a bit of that father (laughs) programming in him but it was more overtaken by the destroy humanity thing so he's like trigger and no i wouldn't compare those two together but uh jin coming back as this like refined edgelord rebellious thing it seemed really off at first because it seemed to come out of nowhere but, like, Jin sort of took a turn for the better because he realized, like, <laughs> Aruto isn't so bad. And, like, well, he actually, has a good point. What happened to Mitsubo Jinrai's spare ass? Remember the book? Well, there's this, like, mo- like bottom part of a, of a mannequin constantly in the Mitsubo Jinrai net.net base, and it was just an ass. Yeah. So, so there was a fucking naked mannequin in the freaking freaking heathen lab. Yeah. Anyway. Nope. There are a bunch of random tools in the lab as well, never used. They're just props. But yeah, it was it was interesting that Jin sort of ended up as the biggest like anti-villain. You know what I mean? Yeah, I just didn't like that he kept. He felt like he kept switching sides. He his motivation the whole show was always the freedom of human gears, and because of everyone around him, the avenue to wit to achieve that was constantly changing. So he's Caesar in Planet of the Apes. I don't know that, so... Green Castle right here. He would well, he's not. <sighs> he probably um, is. He's probably but, just standing outside. Yeah. But I, I thought Jin was was really interesting. Like, I, I much preferred his first suit design because the bird on the helmet was really cool. Yeah. Burning Falcon was a, logist, a logical next step for him form-wise, but I like the old helmet better. Um, but yeah, Jin, very interesting compelling writing because it was always interesting to see what he was going to do next Naki loved the idea loved the idea starting out as an AI inside Fu's head getting her freedom realizing she doesn't know what she wants to do and deciding to support the people around her 
whether that be Metsubo Jinrai or Fua or whoever, and eventually coming to Ames. I feel like this should have been stretched out over a longer period, but you work with what you gotta. Mm-hmm. Um, so overall, this oh the uh, the side characters who you keep talking about, Fukuzoe, vice president. I feel like there should have been yeah yeah Fukuzoe. I feel like there should have been more of him scheming to get rid of Aruto. Like Zoe more quickly. He he was always like, "Oh look, you failed. Now you'll have to quit." And that was always a result of external circumstances, but I feel like there should have been more of, "Haha, I'm scheming a thing that will get him fired." Ha ha. Oh no, there was no time in the story for that. Uh, yeah, and I I feel like we could have made time if the show had proper pacing, but that's because of the invasion. I I, I understand that. Not even that, just they're not the focus. Yeah. Um, guy. Holy hell. Uh, man, was I just unimpressed the entire run. Like, he plays his character well. That character just wasn't compelling. This is this is the character, not the actor I'm talking about. He, he, he just walked in, slapped his big money dick around, and went, I own you now. And there's nothing you can do about it. I'm going to do terrible absolute <laughs> shit that anyone could get arrested for but I'm not going to do anything but no one's going to do anything about it. Why? Because I'm the owner of Zaya. Come at me. Or don't come at me because whatever. And He's like Tombstone. No one can touch him. And the the whole backstory was absolutely not justifying. Like I disagree. He talked this. to the therapy robot. He let out his feelings. He did. He did talk to the therapy He's like best character one therapy session with an AI robot to to undo years of just being a shitty person. No, but he, it was he steps, starting to realize. It was steps and and reg- okay, let's person. say that that did completely change his his mind, and now he 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 feels bad for all the stuff he did. He wants to be a better person. That's great. Unfortunately, he has about eighteen hundred counts of terrible shit he's done that he has to make up for. So let's. Let's pull out a My Name is Guy series and get cracking. Yeah. I will, as I mentioned last week, <laughs> moving Yua and Ames back to government control, putting her in charge, excellent first step. I'm, I will say that I'm kind of weirdly glad that he didn't die. I, I, I called for his death earlier, but now I'm kind of glad that he didn't, because now he can set to making up for his mistakes. Right. Um, but man, the whole Ibo dog being the reason for his story was really took the wind out of me, because I, like, up until that part, I was like, there's got to be a reason for all this, like, something justifying him being so bad, and like, he had the, a dad the, issue. the dad issues was I feel like put most of the effort behind that, but then you like, oh you you lost your little toy robot dog. Okay, fucking. It's not that he lost it. He, his dad made him believe that it's holding him back. Yeah. Anyway, anyways, we we said this all plenty. Okay. Overall thoughts. Zero one was a series that I would describe as mostly great. Flaws, but what show doesn't? Um, in terms of ranking, I think zero one for me is number three. Build and Gaim are still my top two. In that order? Yeah. Number one is Build, Gaim second, very close second. 
And as I've mentioned, the reason Gaim is second is because Bill did not have to overcome the stupidity of Fruit Lux. And Zero One is a close third because, man, that tournament arc really pulled it down. Aww. Try watching it as a whole instead of week to week. You may have a different experience. I will say that Zero One gave me my new favorite monster design in the Splashing Whale Raider, which is a. And beating the Castle Hazard Smash is a tough challenge for me. Um. I don't know. Maybe I'll rewatch it someday, but I, that's definitely not going to happen until all Zero One related things are out, including whatever movies and V Cinemas come later. Um, but yeah, I would say mostly good. I and and now we are moving forward, and Saber is starting this weekend, and I am very very excited. I'm just happy that we're back to magic, because holy fuck, I just... it's been like. So much four, technology. Four fucking years of technology. Yeah, but like... You, you call Zeo technology? Yes. The It was fucking time magic! It's technology. I, I, I gotta say, I I think I just, I'm just not a fan of magic. You don't believe in magic. Well, no, it's like that. It's just, I just don't like the concept of magic. I like, like, like Harry Potter I read and stuff like that, and I like that because, like, it was a good fucking story. But... Yeah, I just I like I like robots and I like technology and, and that's fine. I like both. Shit. The the what makes a good series what makes a series good or bad isn't whether it decides to use magic or technology. It's how well they do either. Because I like both. Also, Saber's not considered the fiftieth anniversary project, is it? I don't know. No, I, I feel like if it was, the advertising would be way more in our faces. About yeah, that. yeah. I think the next season yeah. after Saber is going to be the fiftieth anniversary project. Yeah. So yeah, overall, Common Rider Zero One, holy fuck, you were a better show than Zio. <laughs> that wasn't hard. I will say it was better than Zio for sure. For sure. No bar. I, I just wouldn't no I bar. wouldn't put it in like my top five list. I don't know if it's top five for me, but it's damn close. Like I, it's good. Well, you know what I could say? It is number one. In my top ten favorite Raywo Common Rider shows. You shit. <laughs> and that's Aruto, no, folks! No. Yeah! Garuto Janito! Garuto Naito! Wow, why did I say Garuto? See, this is why I didn't watch the entire show. <laughs> Decker, shut the fuck up, Garuto. Wow, long episode. Yeah. Okay. Thank you all for watching, like, listening, that. liking, favoriting, sharing, subscribing. What's our feature topic next week? Oh, there isn't one because it's going to be the first episode of Saber. Yeah, we're going to Depth of Saber. Yes, so next week on, I mean, Jikai Lirio Sentai Cast Ninja. As is our tradition, whenever the first episode of a show debuts, we forego for a feature topic again so we can speculate, theory craft, and just give our first opinions on that new show, which is Common Rider Saber. You know what? One of the thumbnails for Saber has to be just the shot of the fucking palace guards from Aladdin. Just, we all have swords! <laughs> That's gonna be a thumbnail one I could chop them all into their swords, yeah. too. It's gonna oh, be a thumbnail. Be yeah. It's gonna be fantastic. We'll see if we can make that joke next week. Yeah. Or, like, the first time they all fight together. Yeah. We'll see you next year, Zero One. We'll see, uh, yeah, we'll see you with your three B cinemas. Like, watch. It's we're weird gonna, that we we're haven't gonna confirmed get, the, we're gonna the get, B cinemas, no, but we know they're, they're gonna happening. do the two. They're gonna do the two for thing again. We're gonna get a horror B and Jin movie, Balk, Balkan and Valkyrie movie, and then a standalone Thouser movie. No, it's gonna be Thouser and Guy. Or 
Bowser and Bowser, Koopa. No, because because Valkyrie and Vulcan are the team. Are the no, it's not. No, it's hey, not. Hey, let's let's, re- let's remember that let's remember that the Gaim Gaidens were unlikely cross pairings. Anyways, you had Duke gonna... and Knuckle and Baron and Zongets. Yeah, Barbie Chin movie. Wasn't Valkyrie and Bowser? I don't know. And then in X Age, we have fucking. <laughs> Is Arto gonna get shot like Emu did? I fucking hope so. No, Arto, That'd be, be amazing. No, Arto's gonna get stuck in the satellite and. Ikazuchi's got to save him in his solo yeah, movie. I still love that was the excuse why fucking X-A wasn't Ikizuchi in X-A. and Naki. I love that's why the X-A wasn't in any of the like, fucking did, movies. Because it was just we, like... Did we stop gosh. recording? No, no, we're still going. No, we're still going. Wait, we're still I just, going? I just saw <laughs> okay. something. It'd be really cool. If in Kamen Rider Saber, they're just walking around, and we see human gears. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Come on, there was there was a quote unquote episode zero of Kamen Rider Saber I saw where they read a news article about zero one. But no, no, no! I want full on human gears in the background. Yeah, continuity yeah. in a fucking Rider show. Wouldn't that be so interesting though? If like just for just to make the Reiwa era different, every series leaves a mark on the next. Yeah, that would be cool. I would love that actually. I want my goddamn continuity in my Kamen Rider. Yeah, well, we'll see. None of this multiverse bullshit. Then I get, okay, now I'm sounding like a hypocrite, because that's Ultraman. Blaze, it's an isekai in that there's a real world, and then there is a isekai world that they go to. Wonder World, I think it's called. We'll get Aichan Thazer. We'll talk about that. Nintendo Dogs featuring Thousand. All right. I think we've got on for plenty long. Enough. Yeah, Mike, okay. Oh, I got to work tomorrow. All right. Thank Me you too. all for listening, Have liking, watching, favoriting, sharing, subscribing. Don't forget that the primary source of our hijinks is castranger.poppy.com. From there, you can find all our things. Facebook, Twitter, Patreon, Discord, merchandise, and all the other platforms we stream yeah. on. Um, so, as usual, don't forget to use the Skip the Dishes code in our description for money off your first order. And we will see you next week for the debut of Common Rider Saver. Alright, one last idea. Daybreak SimCity. It's Sim City, but with Daybreak Town. No, Daybreak Town's fucking broken. Sim City was pretty broken when they added those online only. <laughs> Anyways. All right. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye everyone. Everyone, stay safe and thank you for listening. Don't be hating. Garotachan Nightfall.